The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Jack, Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code KINDAFUNNY at checkout to get 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I am one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello. Now do it here. Move this. Show them what you showed me out, out of the kitchen table. What did I show you? You did this? The goodies. Move that. Yeah, look at that. Holy cow. Look at that. That's a real muscle. That's a real that's thing. That's a real muscle. That's a thing Confirmed. that's happening. In case you were wondering. Something. I got a lot of body fat. That's the issue I'm working on now. I think it's going to play well into... A couple of the conversations we're going to have today. Okay. Some of the topics. Sure. Namely taxes. Um, but I got a lot of body fat, so it makes the muscles look a little bit bigger. It's nice. It's not. I don't. But I mean, that's, that's a real muscle. You, you did it, and it did like the Schwarzenegger thing where it like became a lump. Like, oh. you know what I mean? That's nice. It wasn't just like something that moved. It like became... mine's, Mine just is a thing that moves, but yours does that thing where it goes like, and then like up and over. Oh. Like a little scoop of ice cream yeah, on you. You can almost hear the noise. What's the noise? Oh. Yeah. The muscles tightening. Yeah. Tighten. Over here, the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. And over there, the pure one, Tim Geddes. <laughs> Let's him host. We'll get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can toss us a few bucks and get every episode early along with a bunch of exclusives and cool, neat perks if you have no bucks to toss no big deal head over to youtube.com where we break the show up topic by topic day by day youtube.com slash kind of funny mm-hmm. until the entire thing posts one big mp3 in a video i said youtube.com yeah you go to youtube.com there's a few other videos on there a than couple just, ours. just get you know in the way <laughs> colin go ahead it's your topic and as i told tim he's fired up he's fired up well, i'm fired up today i was fired up yesterday i was so I fired, fired up, fired up went, yesterday i was so fired up i went to bed early because i'm like i can't operate right now we're paying our taxes i get i i'm sitting here watching the walking dead with my wife last night and i see the first tech text pop up hey I, I can actually read it no, i won't read it you can read it if you it want. Was, to the extent do of it, doing it do a dramatic reading hey do we have to no, no, i'm looking up now what oh no i was on a separate thread with colin oh yeah, that I was apologize. a whole separate thread you guys caught the the tip you guys caught like the the explosion i the was mushroom. living i was living down the hallway from it i'm just him <laughs> i could hear it out. i was a city away and i heard him I was, so he I, was I, in the, the living room down the there. very first one was it was filled with so much anger toward the american government it was only like two words like hey That's i need to call you or something like that and i was like uh-oh. i love you so fucking uh-oh. much nick God he's gonna it. call me 
Um, <laughs> oh, he's gonna call me. <laughs> but Colin, I could see, I, I could see you working through the same sort of anger that I worked through two days prior when I did my taxes this year, which is that the government just basically fucks you. They just fuck you, and your anger. I just, it was. Fuck it, I'll read it. Thank you, please. Thank okay. you. I remember when, like ten minutes ago when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Also remember when you said it was two words. <laughs> two words. Hey, here's one word. Here's, here's a bunch sense. of other words. <laughs> and then he's like, I got to think of one more word. You. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> oh, the fucking best. I love this show. Let me see how much of this. Comes how much you? Te- how much you texted him last night? <laughs> <laughs> he asked me if we needed a schedule C, which we don't need a schedule C. And then it just derailed from there. <laughs> I can't. I can't read the rest. I can't read the rest because it's got it's got numbers and stuff. Too, in my, too many. Too many um, in there. Yeah, but I mean, I could see the anger because I had that same anger before. You know, we are in a certain tax bracket with not a lot of write offs, and we're in a specific area where we can't own a home, a piece of property, which would be a major write off for us. The government just goes, "Hey, let me take your pants down." Oh, I'm not going to suck on it. I'm going to flip you over and just cram my hand up your ass <laughs> and take whatever I want from you. And just pull it out and leave you with like a dangly mess Asshole. of innards that should oh, be. That your are innards are hanging now. out of your ass. Well, they're outards now. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically where we're at. But I, I, I made amends. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, we're going to, I'm going to owe some money. I'm just going to move on with it. But Colin, I think, which is surprising for Colin, holds on to it a little bit longer than I think the rest of us do. Very surprising. Colin's Usually like Colin, the only one asking any questions about taxes since yeah. we started this business. It, go, it goes like this. Colin's the most worried about it. I'm second most worried. Yeah. You are a very distant third. No, Tim and, and I Tim, are tied. We don't care. Whatever Tim, happens, I care like, less tell me, tell me what's, what's the fucking... How am I going to get fucked? Okay, cool. Fuck me and let's move on with right. life. It's right? one of the few times that I'll make a reference like this. But in this whole scenario, Tim and I are Timon and Pimba. And we're just sitting there Hukuna so Matata and all so around. Close. Timon and Pimba? <laughs> Who the fuck is Pimba? <laughs> He's the guy, man. Nathan Lane and the other dude. Yeah. It's close Timon enough, and though. Pimba. Timon it's and Pimba enough. just walking. I get it, though. We're Hukuna out there. Matata, bro. Whatever. It's going to yeah. happen. We're not afraid. Yeah. I, I mean, expect it, I won't it, be it definitely sucks. It upsets me. It upsets me so much. And I, you know, I wish I understood it more. I wish I knew how to change it and fix it. But I don't think there's any fixing it. It's the way it is, at least right now. It's like, I'm, I can't get out of it unless I become an illegal motherfucker. And I ain't trying to do that, Colin. Well, you can because you're a natural born citizen. No, I know. Not that type <laughs> of illegal. I'm talking about like if I was like... Just not, not, just not a Wesley Snipes character. <gasps> oh, you're you mean so not an illegal person in the United States... You mean you're going to live illegally by not paying your taxes. Yeah. And I ain't trying to do that to you. I right. feel like that would upset you. I feel like I, I'm good this do year. Do you? I don't care. I got a guy. I wrote <laughs> oh, down be good this year. a whole gajillion expenses. I have all these receipts I've been saving in a manila envelope. I, I put all those into a spreadsheet. I tabulated them. See, here's my thing. I still don't. I can't wrap my head around this expensing thing. Because, you don't have to worry about it. So so that's the thing. Like people How always tell me, worry about save every, all your receipts, save them in an envelope. I save a bunch of receipts and then time comes. And oh, I'm you like, do have to I do. ask you, you motherfuckers, you hey, do I need anything? You're like, oh, no, you don't need them. I'm sorry. I apologize. So the, so the reason why you're able to write some of your expenses off is because you have miscellaneous 1099 income. So anything you got paid by, we have a company, yeah. right? The four of us and sometimes five, Kevin. That company pays us a salary in which taxes are taken out of. So you don't have to worry about anything. If we just had that and that's all we had to worry about, okay. you would you would get to the end of the year and depending on how many uh, deductions you claim, you would either owe a little bit of money or they owe you a little bit of money yeah. or it's a wash, right? But because our lives are ridiculous and people will just come out of the woodworks and be like, hey, come down to LA and be in a VO booth for 
a couple hours and pretend like you're working hard. Oh, I gotta go down there and work hard, but I'm just, you know, they're gonna give you a 1099. And what that means is that's that's miscellaneous income outside of what you made in the company. You are allowed to expense some receipts based on that work that you did through them. So not a lot, but if you went down there, for instance, and the company said, we're not sending you down there, this is your freelance gig, and you had to book a flight out of your own, well, that $200 then is money that you had to put toward getting that job. So theoretically, and obvious consultant accountant, they'll tell you whether or not this is this is true or not. Or she will. Um, or she will. Uh, our accountant just happens to be male. Actually, there's male and a female, so that both. But we work with. Pronounce work. Um, tone deaf is our accountant. Yeah, tone deaf actually is our accountant, which is crazy because when he's not making ill beats or he's graphically designing shit, he's... <laughs> Certified public accountant. Um, so that's why you're able to do it. So if you have, and you have to make more than I think a certain, like I think you have to make more than 500 bucks to even show up on that radar. Is it 500 or is it closer to like 2,000? Because I remember it might a, be 2, a long time ago. Who knows? Yeah. So who really, really knows? Fuck? Well, right. so five, let, five, let's say 500 and they have to give you a 1099. Okay. So if you, if you, if like for instance, we have some people who have done some work for us that I have 1099, but they've only, we've only paid them a couple hundred bucks. We don't claim that. That just gets claimed under a different category, so okay. they don't have to worry about paying taxes on anything under than five hundred dollars. So let's us. say let's say that I I just had this normal shit and mm-hmm. I had one thing that was five hundred and one dollars or whatever, just right above the that number is right. Yeah, you're gonna is get, it even worth doing expenses for that, or is it just because that seems like such a low? There's no, a it's threshold. It's probably not, not. And at the end of the day, That's you're, you're only it. paying you know call it twenty to twenty five percent of that anyway. So All you're right. gonna owe about two hundred bucks, maybe no. Less than that. What's two, oh, I'm misunderstanding. 150. I thought bucks. you were talking about write-offs because your minimum deduction is $6,300. I think so. Like, if your deductions all don't reach $6,300, it doesn't matter that you did your deductions because they're not allowed to. They're not going to take them anyway. Right. So, like, I think that's the the some people should look it up. If they don't, don't take tax advice from me, but I think that's what it is. I'm I like so I can't write off my student loans anymore because we made too much money. Like because mm-hmm. I because people have to understand that like we're an S corporation, so the passive income in in the bank that we have mm-hmm. we each have to split by the shares that we owe which means i owe money on, ta- on uh, taxes on money i don't even have right so when i said my number that i like that they'd already taken me plus what i have to write them a check for now it was it is an extraordinary amount of money like it is an unfathomable amount of money yeah. that i owe them but to be fair that's because we chose as a business to keep that money there so that we could do things like pay kevin um, buy equipment, things like that. So, if at the end of the year we decided, hey, fuck it, we don't want to run this anymore, we want to tap the the savings account, then you would, that that imbalance would be a little less. It's still painful as fuck because there's still it's, there's it's, still it's, you know whatever insane. money. Th- this is the problem. It's whatever insane. money you owe, whatever money you make, you still have to pay tax on one way or the other. There's no system that I know of, and if someone does, please let me know where you make income and the IRS doesn't charge you income tax. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I have no idea. I was like, I don't. God damn it! This is the second time in a month that you've done this, Greg. <laughs> he looked at me like I was gonna go off the rails, and I was like, I think I'm giving I sound no advice idea right what now. The warthog's Pumba. Pumba. It's Pumba the warthog. Pumba. Pumba. Isn't it Timon and Pumba? It's Timon and Pumba. Yeah. Yes. Pumba was very close. If he were uh, a warthog who drinks Pim's cup, okay. They call him Pumba. His oh, friends okay, call him okay, Pumba. Okay. Um, so that's the shitty thing is you got to pay income tax no matter what. Now, where we where, where it sucks for us and where it sucks for a lot of middle class is that you just don't have a lot of write offs. You just like if you if you own a home, if you were married, those would be write offs that you could then bounce against. and You get deductions for those. But still, it wouldn't be that much. It's just you're fucked. My, my dad, like thir- to, you're in like a 30 percent tax bracket right now. It's ridiculous. My, da- my dad used to say this. He's like taxation in America is confiscatory, meaning that like they're just confiscating. They're confiscating your money. They're, it's not it's not a social. It's at the at the level in which we are taxed. It is not as part of the social contract. They are just st- stealing your money. Mm-hmm. 
they are just taking it from you. But just taking everything you have. Colin, what about the roads? Yeah, the roads. And then there's the like roads? these ignorant fucking people out there that are like, don't you like your roads? Isn't your dad a firefighter and something like we're talking about federal income tax. We're not talking about the state. The state can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You don't have to live there. Yeah, you can go you live in Texas the where either. there's no income tax. But, but like you don't level, like right? the the, sta- the federal government's not paying my dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. New York City's paying my dad. The taxpayers of New York City are paying my dad. Like you can have a, fed- a state income tax all you want, your your sales tax, all that kind of stuff. I'm not even complaining about any of that. I'm complaining about the federal government the federal inept piece of shit government that we have coming in and taking everything we have, just holding you upside down and shaking you and then coming to our business and just shaking all of us collectively and taking even more. Mm. And I want people to know that it's to the point where we could literally hire two more people and probably have a space if we didn't have to pay all this. If we didn't have collective income tax is what he's talking about. Exactly. And and payroll taxes and other things. Right. Exactly. As a business. We could if if they if if taxes weren't so onerous on us as individuals and us as corporate shareholders of our company, we could literally employ two people more than we employ right now. And we can literally have a space injecting money into the economy, injecting two more people that do not have a job right now, giving them a job and money to spend, Mm -hmm. giving a landholder and a building holder some income that might he might invest into something else. Instead, the government just takes it. Mm -hmm. You know, like. That's why I was so shocked when I was like, this is what we owe. And we, I know exactly what you guys are all going to owe because we're all going to owe the same exact amount of money. Right. That like, and everyone just kind of had a glazed over look. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, there's, I mean? Nothing, like, there's nothing you can do about it. You can get angry about it, but then you have to, you have to kind of get out there and vote. Right. I mean, I do. That's the problem. I do. Like, there's nothing you can do about it now. There's nothing like, and this is, this is a discussion I have with my wife as well. Cause we had it, we did our taxes and I was like, God, this is so depressing. Like we, owe we worked so hard and we, owe, it's, we seemingly owe a lot of money and in reality, you know, we, we did a lot of stuff last year. We took a nice vacation. We, we, we spent some money too. So it's not like I was, it's not like I'm living hand to mouth or anything like that, but you just do start to feel like you have to sacrifice a lot of the pleasurable things in life in order to save or in order to come out ahead of, uh, you know, where you're at monetarily if you're in the middle class and it sucks. It sucks having that feeling. It's very stressful. It's very stressful in a relationship. But I think the, the ultimate thing was she was just like, look, this is just the way it is. And the goal is to eventually have some write-offs and make a little bit more money and maybe, you know, skip back on some stuff. Like maybe I don't need to go to Starbucks five times a day, which, you know, what she doesn't know can't hurt me. All right. Tim? No, you bought coffee pods. Don't, don't be. I did. Starbucks. I bought decaf coffee pods. Um, well, okay. But still, it kept him from going fair. to Starbucks. No, as he much literally today. bought them at Starbucks. So I was at Starbucks getting a coffee and I was like, I'm going to get pods also. So it was actually a double but crime. It's, all right. So you're cutting it down. Though. Yes. Tomorrow you'll go fewer times. Well, tomorrow. I'll, I'll, yeah, I will go once and then I'll drink a decaf coffee here. I'm trying to switch to decaf as well because my overall anxiety level has risen in the last two months. And I read that caffeine does not help that mm. exacerbates that. So. So with this write-off stuff, another thing that I'm not clear on. If sure. I were to have bought a car last year, like I did, mm-hmm. does that do anything? Because I always hear people like, oh, you buy a new car, you get write-offs and shit. Does you, that affect me whatsoever? Because I bought a badass Prius C. You did. You should be able to write that off as your as a green vehicle. But yeah. I mean, does that even, like, what would what am I writing that off against? You, I mean, you're 1099 miscellaneous. So just the if you If you shit. use the car to go to a job. Okay, then you so can that's write the only that off. So I can't you can write, write off, off mileage, you can write off cars, but and I, he's right, you can probably get a green um, a write-off for having an e-vehicle. If I don't have any of that extra shit, though, if I just have what we've done, kind mm-hmm. of funny, like my no, bullshit. can't write your coffin. Even if I drive here every day yeah, in my matter. cool-ass Prius C. Doesn't matter. And yeah. It's really cool, though. It is cool. I like it. I've driven it. It's cool. It's tiny as It's hell. what I would call an obnoxious color blue. Oh, it yeah. is not. I like it. It's the best color. It's like I get metallic blue. When I see other cars that are more obnoxious blue than mine, I get upset. 
I'm jealous. I, it's I jealous, see. Really. I, now I know you're lying because there's no such thing. <laughs> there's not. It's not possible for another car to be more. No. Again, if anyone's out there listening, and you're, you're, there are probably some accountants that are pulling their hair out, thinking we got everything wrong. Please go to an accountant. Do not take what we're saying by any stretch of the imagination as fact. Go get someone who has a degree in this to tell you whether or not you can do these things. I mean, I don't um, think we said anything that. <laughs> no, no I, I just want to make sure people base. don't go. Oh, I'm going to write my car off right now, and then the I IRS use, goes. Well, that's their problem. I just use. I just use. TurboTax and right. just get it all over with because the the man like because I saved receipts and stuff and I'm like I'm just not going to reach the threshold everyone gets this certain amount of money off like shaved off their t- like the, for some reason this is this is the thing that's really confusing to me when I, I was kidding around with Greg last night when I was reading things like have you ever re- just read the back of your W-2 or no. just read the back of your 1099 it's it tried. is it is fucking insane that like we actually have this taxation system mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense we shouldn't be writing off anything we have like this is this is the thing. It's like, why do we even employ anyone at the IRS? Why can't we just have a flat fucking tax? I don't know. That you know would be I mean? so much easier. It would be so much easier just to play a, pay a flat percentage tax. Carly like, Fiorina, who dropped out when she was running for a Republican nomination, would say, like, I want the tax code to be three pages. Because right now it's like volumes like this big, mm-hmm. like right next to each other. And it's like, that makes a lot of sense. Why is it like this? No one knows. Yeah. Like, oh, you uh, bought uniforms for your business. You could write those off. And then we'll have someone at the IRS with his glasses like this just be, yeah, that checks out. We have to employ that guy and about 100,000 other ones, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with government jobs that they, they like. I want to read you guys something. This was I was looking this up before because one of the big things that we spend a lot of money on is military, which I think is insane. We should we should slash the shit out of the military and everything else that the federal government does. But it's so mandatory spending. And then we so we have mandatory spending and then discretionary spending. And by the way, about 15 percent of the money we spend is just servicing the debt, which we'll get into in a minute. We on science, energy and environment, international affairs, housing and community, veterans benefits, Medicare and health, education, government. All of that's one side of the of the, the pie chart. The other side, the military. Mm-hmm. And that accounts for let's see, that entire chart counts for one point one trillion dollars, which, by the way, is the amount of our deficit every year. Yeah. Because even though they take like three and a half trillion dollars, they still need more money. So they just borrow it and print it. And then they just keep the cycle going on. The government owes, what is it? Something like five and a half times more money in debt than it collects per year. That's the equivalent of someone who makes $50,000 a year owing like almost $300,000 yeah. in debt. But still just being like, yeah, I'm good. You know, we're just going to keep rolling. But I, owe, I, owe, stop I owe five times more money than I make. Which is insane. It's not a mortgage or some safe thing where, like, because everyone's like, well, what about your mortgage? It's like, that's an investment. The house is worth something. Like, the minute you pay your mortgage, as long as the market remains steady, you're making money. Yeah. It's an investment. Mm -hmm. These guys, these inept, stupid idiots in Washington just keep spending and spending and spending money. And we look around and we're like, I have no idea what you're even spending the money on. Literally no fucking clue. I mean, you would probably know if you were like standing in Afghanistan right now. <laughs> yeah, you might know. You would know exactly yeah. what we're spending the money on. Hey, it's pretty drone. That's the thing that bothers me is that I, I believe in a social contract with taxation where like the federal government should have a tax. We should pay the federal government to exist. But they're controlling something like 25% of the economy just existing. You know, like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then you have these people that like are employed by them and you cannot fire them. Some of them are even unionized, which is ridiculous. Also, they all get pensions and, and yeah. uh, retirement at the end. If Meanwhile, you're a state employee, you get paid forever. I have no so problem. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that that is something that we end up having to pay for. I'm right. not an anarchist. Like, I don't believe that we shouldn't have a federal government. I'm just wondering, like, what in the hell are you doing with this much money? And why isn't it even enough? It's insane. 
It's do you have? Can you fathom how much money three and a half trillion dollars is? No. Three and a half trillion dollars is what they just take. I get excited when I like, find quarters enu- in my pocket. And they're like, "This isn't enough." <laughs> and then some some Republicans will be like, "Why don't we have a balanced budget amendment so you have to spend what you have?" And they're like, "No, we can't do that." Oh no no! Every state almost has a balanced budget amendment in their state constitution, but we can't. We are the federal government. We have to spend way more. We we can print the money, so it doesn't really matter. And we'll just devalue everything you have in the bank and all of your investments as well mm-hmm. while we do that. Oh, we just need five hundred million dollars. Print it. No big deal. And and certainly because of the, our monetary system. Oh, that now the dollar you have is worth like eighty five cents. Sorry about that. You know, sorry mm-hmm. about that. And then we'll just do the same thing next year. So people who this is the thing I'm, I'm mad about, Nick, is that. The people who save and the people who live responsibly are the ones who suffer. Yeah. If you just put money in the bank and you don't do anything with it and you just want to be safe and you just want to have a nest egg, well, you're losing money every year because of because of inflation, because the government causes inflation, because they have no fiscal responsibility. And then they come and they just put their hands in everyone's pockets and everyone's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, here you go. Just take everything I have. Yeah. You know, like just take everything I have. They would take everything that's not bolted down if they could get away with it. They really would. They would just come in and take everything from you. See, we need to be those guys. Like, how do we make that happen? We become the guys we who take the become, things? Yeah. We should become those motherfuckers. We just go to Zagger's house and, and take then just all print the money, make mm. all that shit happen. Calling for press, 2016. Let's make it happen. Dude, I mean, if, I was, if I had power, absolute power, in which I wouldn't want to have because that's not part of our way of life, like, I would, I would go and I'd be like, we're going to, the government will now get $1.5 trillion a year instead of $3, $3 trillion a year, which will now be reducing by 10% every year until we get to maybe $1 trillion a year. And you're going to figure out how to fucking make it work. Yeah. You know? Because you cannot make that work. Like, the federal government's not supposed to be this big bloated and not supposed to be this powerful. We do not need a military that polices the world with bases in all these places, with naval ships in every body of water, with all this kind of stuff. I'm sorry. We do not need that. If we need to ramp up like we did during World War II, then we do that. It takes time, but we can do it. We have, you know, during World War II, Detroit was making tanks and planes. You know, like we take the car manufacturers and be like, this is what you're going to do. Now we're going to pay you. We were spending like 105% of GDP on the military during the war. And we ran up a massive debt, which is, by the way, what got us out of the depression. You know, so it's it's like we can we can we can meet force with force when we need to. But we don't have to just meet force or meet anything with force. Standing force. You know, like it's but just. The, but Colin, the terrorists, mm, the terrorists. Don't forget. Colin. Have you forgotten? Don't, don't forget. forget about those terrorists. They're everywhere. And and our platform and is spreading. no more 9-11s. That is true. This is kind of counterintuitive to this it. Is, no, 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 please don't clap. But the but I the, didn't finish yet. And minorities are good. No, okay, no, please. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. So to me, it's like when people say like, oh, but what about your, your, the clean f- water and all this? I'm like, guys, that's all fine. That's all well and good. That's not what I'm complaining about because that is not costing us anything. And that's like the thing that's it's like five, 10, 15, 20. NASA gets like 18 billion dollars. I'm like, this is nothing, nothing yeah. compared to what the government actually makes. And then what people lose sight of and, and they only and because it, it is an old adage that like you as you can be called older and you have something to lose and you make money, you become a Republican. I mean, that's that's the way a lot of people do mm-hmm. because they realize like, wow, what the fuck is going on here? That's yeah. not true for everyone. They're very rich Democrats. But it is to say that, like, I just want people to open their eyes up a little more. Look like seriously, look at your W-2. Just look at it or look at your paycheck every week. Yeah. And like, just Take a look at the taxes look at how much and imagine what you would do with that money. Right. I mean, and then especially if you're sitting in a in a, in a city like San Francisco, look around. As you step over the bums and wonder where all that money is going to, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to be insensitive. And by the way, my comment about obviously terrorism is a bad thing. We do need to combat it. I just don't feel like our military size and strength right now is actually being effective and efficient at doing that. But that's a whole other discussion for a different day. That is a very real threat. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to speak ill of anyone that's over there fighting for us. Um, 
But I mean, where where is where does all this money go when it goes? When people say, well, "What about the social programs and things like that?" I'm like, where does it go? Like, I don't see it. No one sees it. I'm sure they pay for something, right? But no, sure, sure they're paying for something. But the, the idea is that like the federal government is in is is you know clearly inept and also just inefficient. No one spends money more inefficiently than the federal government. No one, you know, which is why like so much shit should just be privatized. They should privatize social security. They should privatize all these things. They should privatize the subway system. They should privatize like everything just because companies run more efficiently when they're beholden to something. Yeah, when they're beholden, they're not beholden to anyone because most of this country is apathetic and they have no idea what the fuck's going on. So when when I when I say something like, "Hey guys, uh, the national debt is six times more than what the the government takes from you every year, six times more." Everyone's like, oh, that sounds, that sounds good to me. Yeah, and then that, I'm like, debt. That's and what I'm that's like, supposed to be. And I'm like, okay, so if you make $100,000 a year, that's like saying you owe $600,000. Mm-hmm. So in six years, I'm out of it. Yeah, Greg, in six, so in six years, you're out of it. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's the thing. That's to Colin's point, though. I mean, I don't know how long it would take to get out of it, but unless you We're never going to get out of it. Yeah. Never. You got to do something, though. Ever. Because they, they can't even balance the budget. And then we still have to service the debt because we owe interest on the debt. And then... They're suddenly going to be like, well, now I guess we'll whittle this down. Uh, let's pay off $20 billion of the $20 trillion this year. It's like, oh, great, guys. Very good. Yeah, good job. You know, like we, we need to start saying like we need to pay this thing down like a trillion dollars a year and like get rid of this debt, you know, this incredible debt that it's just not sustainable. So like I, I look at my taxes. Yeah, but that's literally like you're talking about a cut across the board of half. Oh, dude, I would I would that. slash the shit out of the federal government right. if, I, if I had like just... Like it would be game over for this bloated bullshit that they do. That's the game over. How would you? How is anyone supposed to affect that kind of change in Washington, though? Right? Like, so okay, say we say we vote in a president. Say we say Trump becomes president. How the hell is he supposed to affect any of this change? Is that even possible? No, it's not. It's got. This is the point of Bernie Bernie's like revolution that he wants that this this peaceful revolution where it's like, which I appreciate, except for he's on the other side where he wants them to somehow. Like, I can't even say it straight. Like, he wants to give the government more money and more power. I'm like, all right. Like, that's one idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but, uh, but like, at least he's saying, like, the, the problem can't be fixed by a, 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 a figurehead. You need an ironclad Congress to go along with you as well because they control the purse. And that's why it's never going to happen. That's why electing someone like Bernie I mean, Bernie Sanders is not going to win. But it's, it's why electing someone like Bernie Sanders doesn't matter because he's not going to get anything at all that he wants. But, like, we need some common sense people in there to be like, what are we doing to, to businesses in America? Like, what are we doing? Like, instead of being like, these companies are evil and they invert and they try to get out of the United States and they have all these loopholes. The question should be like, why are there any loopholes to begin with? And can you really blame GE for not paying any taxes when you let them? You just sit there and let them. Mm-hmm. Well, you, they hire 50 attorneys to go through these books and they write everything off and they pay nothing. And you blame them for that? Why wouldn't they? It's in the fucking. T- they're not doing anything illegal. You know what I mean? Instead of just saying like, huh, maybe every corporation should just pay 10%. Okay, that's it. Right. No write-offs. That's it. You pay 10%. Yeah, but I feel like... That's too easy. I feel like the problem is, though, and we don't want to go too down, far down the rabbit hole on this, but the problem is like that every goddamn politician that would vote on that is backed by these corporations, right? Is backed by these people who are utilizing these loopholes to pay no taxes, to make more money, and to be, quote-unquote, an evil corporation. Right. Like, I, I, it's not that I disagree, like, because there is this movement, you know, on both sides where everyone's like, well, corporate welfare and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't disagree with you. The only thing is, is that these guys aren't doing anything illegal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they can hire GE and Microsoft and whoever and Apple can just hire hordes of lawyers and just be like, you figure this out. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll pay you guys millions of dollars to save us billions of dollars. It does not matter to us. Right. You know what I mean? And instead of just saying, 
well, the IRS is saying, well, the IRS doesn't even need to. Ex- the only reason the IRS even exists is to collect taxes. But really, they exist to just go through all of this bullshit that they write and make up as they go along. Instead of just saying like, hey, all right, uh, income tax, 15 uh, percent for everybody. No write offs, literally none. You just pay 15 percent. Right. You know, uh, corporate tax, 10 percent. That's it. Yeah. But I feel like isn't, aren't the write offs set up like for in, for the housing market, especially to incentivize people to go out there and invest in real estate? Yeah. But but the point is that if you lowered it's it's there to help people but right. corporations can take care of it and, and rich people take advantage of it too but at the end of the day if you just lower taxes to a more normal rate it wouldn't matter because everyone would be saving money anyway you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. because what people lose sight of is that okay the government takes 25 percent of your money and in income they're going to take another five or six or seven percent in fica uh the state's going to take about eight percent from you then you go spend your money you pay another eight percent on mm-hmm. that uh you pay you know like you go to a toll road you're paying for another tax you buy your gas you're paying a tax there you buy an airplane ticket you're paying taxes it's like it never ends and if you really if you really looked at what you pay in taxes like from top to bottom across everything Every you're paying receipt. you're paying well over 50 percent of your money to taxes they're just t- they'll take from you whatever you can and people right. just lose sight of that they're like oh the state income tax yeah not a big deal or you know uh oh i paid five percent on uh sales tax on this i'm like don't you understand that that money was already taxed like three times <laughs> like they already taxed it yeah, so I mean, but I mean, you have to also this, the responsibility also has to come down to the individual, right? You're talking about a flat a flat tax of fifteen percent. People will just spend the extra money. In reality, no one will be incentivized to go out and buy a house because what what most human I'm not talking about us, but what most human beings I think do, especially in the states, is go, oh, I've got an extra ten dollars. I'm going to go spend this. But that's good. That's good. Yeah, but I mean, then no, then then you're talking about property taking a, a huge dive because no one would invest in houses if, they, if there wasn't an incentive. That's to fine do. too. Everything might be bloated. The market. See, the, with with this system, the market can't like it's. There's nothing self correct. Pr- <laughs> there's no self correction. I mean, everything's right. inflated and bloated. Banking system's fucked up. The real estate system's fucked up. Everything's fucked up because there's just an infusion of weird ideas and weird capital from all these weird places, kind of buttressed by bizarre rules, Byzantine rules that no one understands. So, like, the IRS scares the little man into paying a lot of money, which is where the middle class gets fucked. And the big corporations have enough money to just be like, well, we're not paying anything. Mm-hmm. But can you blame them? Like, no, like I want to be that's, that corporation. That's, that's, like, that's my whole thing where place. everyone's like, these Tim's evil point. corporations and the evil 1%. And I'm like, guys, they're playing. Like, these are the rules. Dude, like, why? I, like, what, and I'm like, what, let's just change the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like, that's, it's so much easier. Like, to me, I look at these two options that we have on the table, right? One, having a mass revolution in Washington to the point where everyone actually decides to start doing the actual right thing. Not the thing that benefits them or their, you know, whatever, whoever their lobbyists are, but the right thing. That's way harder than us just putting our heads together and go, how can we make the biggest, best company out there that has a lot of resources that we can go out there and actually take advantage of some of these things? Like, that's the only real solution we have, right? As, as individuals, you just have to try and get to that next level of saying like, hey, ah, we're finally there. We got that F you money. Hey, federal government, fuck you, right? I don't know. What if just a what if a shit ton of people are just like, I'm not doing this. I've always said that. So this is so this is the whole idea of the of the opt out, which which really started kind of gaining notoriety with uh, the Fourth Amendment infringements at the airport. Where what if one day everyone that went to the airport on June first, right, were like, nope, we're not going through those machines. You know, and, right. and like it would just back everything up. Planes would be delayed and canceled whatever, and the airline b- b- lobby in, in Washington would be like, we need to fix this right the fuck now. Like yeah. it would be fixed like that. And you wouldn't be going through some machines anymore. But it takes but it takes like a concerted effort and it takes selflessness because what you're going to have in that situation. People are like, well, I'm going on my trip and I'm going on my trip and blah, blah, blah. Right. Exactly. Instead of everyone standing together and be like, no, 
we're not doing this anymore. And so the, the thing with the IRS, I've, I've said that before in the past. What if 150 million people were like, nope, we're not paying, you know, like, yeah. like the, the system I'm down, this the, the is with me, this is the, the system with the system, like would not even be able to like go in because they could go to your bank accounts and, and start. Yeah, your wages. But they're not even set do. to do that to that many people. You know what I mean? Like they're not they can't. They'd figure like, out a way. But like the point is that even if they did that, the point would be made like we're 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 together and like we know that this is wrong, but that takes part of the American identity is is rugged individualism. Mm. And it makes it really hard for us to stand together and be like, well, we need to fight for a common cause. We don't do it very often. You know, that's why our that's why our politics are totally by you know bipartisan. That's why every there's a split down the middle with everything. Every pro life, pro choice, gay marriage, anti gay marriage, whatever it is, no one can stand together for what's right. They're standing together for what what you know they think is right or wrong, or whatever, and that's fine. I mean, that's your prerogative. But I agree. Like I've I've thought about that in the past, where I'm like, what if everyone's just like, we're not doing, we're not doing this anymore. You Do know, you, you're you're stealing from us. So I mean, in recent years, we've seen that sort of um, that sort of energy come from various different interest groups, right? Um, well, I don't know if interest groups is the right term, but various different groups, right? So you've seen it come from the the gay community. You've seen it come from the feminist community. Do you think? Do you see that happening realistically in the next 20 years, 10, 20 years? No, I don't. Do I, think really gonna, like, I think it's going to get worse. So I feel like that's my it's problem. It's going to keep going until it all collapses. Yeah. That's why I was excited when the banks were going to collapse. I was like, oh, this is great. Like It's going to suck for a lot of people and for me and everybody else for a while, but at least something will actually happen. There'll actually be a change. And then they just bail them out. Like all right, everything's still totally yeah. I mean, stupid. The, great. Yeah, that's the whole argument about the was the bailout right or wrong? Because I mean, like the fact of the matter is, like the banking system would have collapsed. It would have been catastrophic. You know what I mean? Like, like, been like a real change. There would have been maybe a revolution. Yeah. You know, like, and you, like, you don't. Part of me would never want to see what happens when, when something like the banking collapse, where everyone went into their savings accounts in certain banks where their money was gone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, or like, and the FDIC protects your money, but who knows what happened? I mean, that, those those rules were written in the '30s. Like, who knows like what that really looks like? Or like, people's investments are just wiped out, and then the econ, and then fifty percent unemployment and stuff like that. There's no liquid capital, no one's lending money, all that kind of stuff. Would have been awful. But the argument for it was that like, well, that the books would have been totally cleaned, all of the all, like all of the toxic debt gone, everything that was wrong gone. Mm-hmm. The big and thing then you is start like, all we've done is delayed it, right? Yep, it's still gonna it, happen. It's this just gonna, be, still worse. gonna be, the, exactly. This we have to suck it up and deal with this eventually. They were going the to debt let it, of America catches up to America eventually. They were going to let it go. Like when AIG and Bear Stearns and all that kind of stuff happened, like they started that they were they tipped the first domino. They were, and then when the market fucking collapsed, sorry, the collapse, like oh no, never mind. You know, like like that was like what happened. They were they were like. They like tip the dominoes like fuck it, and then like that weekend. I mean, there's a great front line. I think it's like four hours long. I can't remember what it's called. Isn't it uh, um, not too big to fail, right? Something like that. Where it's it's awesome. It's about that. There's a specific weekend in September 2008 where all the banking executives were called to Washington by Hank Paulson, and who was the sec- Treasury Secretary at the time, and been like, if we don't su- fix this right now on Monday, the market's going to collapse. Like that's it. It's over. So like they had like 12 CEOs in the room, and they're like, so what we're going to do is we're giving you each a bunch of money. To liquidize, like your, you know, to stay liquid, your, your banks, or whatever. And some of the banks, like I think Wells Fargo was one of the ones. Like, we don't want your fucking money, and they're like, you're gonna take the fucking money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Wells but they, Fargo. Oh, like, I mean, those banks do owe that money back. Yeah, though, they right? do, and that's what they were saying. That Wells Fargo was making an argument, like we're fine. Right. Meanwhile, Bank of America sitting next to them, being like, we're not fine. We'll take it. We'll you know, take like, money. like, and that's it's a fascinating documentary, a really fascinating insight because a lot of they talked to a lot of congressmen, money, power, and Wall Street. Yeah, like, they talked to a lot of congressmen and senators where they're like. The way they were talking about what was going to happen was like apocalyptic. It wasn't even oh, like a jo- it wasn't even a joke. Like they were like it, the depression would have been a joke compared to like what would have happened. 
if the banking system collapses. Well, yeah, the I entire mean, world, by the way, not only us. Yeah, of course. Ima- yeah, yeah, because and that's why I think I think that's died. where the moral imperative was, where we're like, we can't do this, everyone. I think that was like kind of one of the things. Is like maybe we, if it was self contained, maybe we would be okay. But we are, but we we will fuck everybody. Yeah, you, you throw know? it'd be anarchy. Yep. at that point, because I mean, imagine if you had in the fa- in in one foul swoop zero nothing in the bank. The bank's gone. You just don't know. There's no. There's nothing in there. Your life savings gone, and unemployment hits, and you lose your job. What do you do? What do yeah. you do? It's 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 an insane. You're gonna go in a, up to Tahoe and live off the grounds. You know, off the ground. It's not gonna happen. What are you gonna do? Chaos, rioting, rioting, loot, loot, uh, looting, all that shit. That's and, what happens. And that's, that's why the Walking Dead. And that's why they voted Mass for the bailout. Hysteria. And that's why if I was in the Stunts senator house, it would be way. It's way easier for me to say now, not being in those hearings, those private behind closed doors hearings, or whatever, where everyone, you know, where everyone gave these guys busted these guys balls for voting for the bailout. I probably would have voted for it too, because I would have been like, well, like, what, how am I supposed to go home to my constituency and be like? Sorry, sorry, guys. Fucked. Like, you know, like we'll be fine in ten years, but like right now, it's gonna suck. Yeah, like, I'm gonna, gonna keep die. my job, but like, and I'll be in Washington for at least another year and a half, and I'll make my hundred seventy thousand dollars a year. But you guys, you know, I'm sorry to, to say, you know, are fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. Like, so I, I understand why they voted that way, but beyond all of that, beyond all the hypotheticals, or whatever, like taxation, there is a place in the social contract for taxation. The the, the Romans taxed their citizens about five percent. And it paid for roads and it paid for their aqueducts and it paid for their entertainment at the Coliseum and all these kinds of things. And at some point, like taxation has gotten so out of control that it's like expected that the government's just there to take care of you. But I but my argument, I put forward that what we pay to the government is not what we get back from it, at least not us. And they are categorically strangling small businesses. And I can it's not that's not just a talking point for me as a Republican. Now, that is what is happening. They went into our pockets and took a lot of money from us for no good reason that we could have really employed someone else. We could have we could have invested that money. We could have done a bigger and better kind of funny live. We could have gotten a big space and that money goes back into the economy. I really do put forward that like there is a massive problem. And yeah, like the corp, the big corporations can afford it, but we can't. And most of the people in the United States are employed by people like us. And so there's a big problem you know, and, and when I was looking at my numbers, uh, you know, I was like, OK, fine, I can afford it. I'll just pay it. It sucks. But this is what I have to do to get this monkey off my back until next year mm-hmm. when they're going to be back digging back into my pockets again. Deep. But but and deeper. And 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 but but my 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 thing is, like, I wrote on Facebook, you know, and I got like 800, 850 likes about it. Just saying like this, is, like your fucking head would spin if you knew what we paid. And it's an, it's amazing how anyone can be employed in this country. Think about like our old jobs like this was happening to them too like and they had to like but they had like all like well, 200 people working for them or whatever and my whole <laughs> and, and what I noticed was the likes I was going through the likes of the people I actually know as opposed to just our fans or readers or whatever or listeners and what I noticed was the common theme between people check marking it my friend that owns a greenhouse company my friend that owns a PR company my friend that you know owns an animation studio my friend that uh you know does graphic design my all friend that's free li- yeah like yeah. and like it was just check like 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 oh, like like, like, like from people that know exactly what I'm talking about you think it's bad at least we made a corporation it's even worse if you're self-employed because you have to pay self-employment tax and there's all sorts of shit that goes like, along with what that it, why you because know that's what I'm saying it's like what is self-employment tax I don't know I don't understand why you are you're you're basically punished for starting something and trying to run your own business in this country. I just don't understand it. I I don't know why that's why it's built that way. And even then, even when you get to like working for an Apple or something like that, you're still taxed like crazy. I don't understand how anyone exists below a certain line of of uh, of income in this country. I just don't get it. Now, granted, we're a little our perspective is a little skewed since we live in the fucking 
like worst possible area to be living for 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 rent and real estate, which is San Francisco, which is the highest highest market in the United States by far at this point. Um, but still, like you're living in Southern California, you're living in LA. I don't know. I mean, like, it's just ridiculous how much you have to pay versus what you get for your money. It's just ridiculous. I don't yeah, know. and that was the thing. People are like, "Well, just leave California, go to Texas." I'm like, "Dude, my state income tax is not even." A drop in the bucket compared to what I owe to the federal government. If I go to Wyoming, I'm still going to owe them that same amount of right. money. If I go to Texas, I'm going to owe them the same amount of well, money. It's, it's, like that, but it's like it's one of those things where I don't mind. I don't mind paying it. You you know, one way or the other. Like I said, I'm I'm just the kind of person that if you give me more money, I'm probably going to find a way to spend it. But what's the money going toward? Right. It's just to your point. It's just going toward more debt, more bad debt, bigger military, a bunch of social programs that don't Pork work. Barrel spending, bunch uh, of bullshit. Well, all these, all these uh, uh, social programs that aren't going to be there for when we want to retire that we're no, paying no into way. right now. No way. And it's absurd. Like if I could opt out of paying for um, um, social security, social security, I would totally. Oh, opt I would out opt the shit. I would 100%. opt out of that. Like take it out. No, 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 no. I don't want that. I want that money right now. Yeah, Put like that, and that's the thing, and that's why, and that's why, I, frankly, I find like you know, and I know like we, I get into a lot of heated discussions and arguments with our with some of our user base that are very liberal or whatever, and that's fine. I mean, you know, you have to be open to different ideas, and I am, but that's why I find Bernie Sanders' ideas cartoonish, because there's a guy literally walking around being like, no, we should ma- pay more for social security and make it better and pay more people right. more Who's social make security. It better, right? I'm like, are How's you kidding me? Have you looked at my pay stub lately? You know, or a guy like, oh, we're gonna raise everyone's income tax uh, two and two to three percent. Oh, oh, good. That's great. Like, I'm like, why, where's the where's the, the pragmatism of saying, let's spend less. Let's let's give let's people work for their money. I don't want the government to take care of me. I don't need them. You yeah. know, what I mean, at the end of the day, let them do the functions that they're supposed to do. A military. They can. The EPA is fine. NASA's fine. The arts and humanities fine. They're all they all don't cost anything. Mm. But this this bloated military, this 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 government that employs tens of millions of people in some fashion through direct means or through, um, you know, contracts and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I'm like, why? Like, why? The federal government doesn't exist just to exist. It exists to serve the people. It'll never change, though. It'll never change because all those all those contracts that are getting doled out to all these big defense companies are the ones that are paying to get these people in office to vote for them. It's a shitty cycle. It's terrible, dude. Like, it's just and that's why we need. That's why voter reform is 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 probably the single most important thing we need. We we need campaign reform. We need to 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 more people like Trump who enter who aren't swayed by anyone who can just go in there and actually say what's what. That's why I think people. I, I mean, that's why a lot of people respond to, to Trump so. So positively, even though what he's saying is completely ridiculous, it's just because he, he, they know he's not backed by anyone. There's no, like when you hear Clinton talk, it's almost like her mouth's moving, but someone else is pulling the strings. Yeah, she's like a marionette. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But frankly, so like that's and it's that practiced is why, and it's rehearsed and it's exactly what she needs to say. That's why I mean, that's why. Like, yeah, Trump really is. You know, I, I you know, Trump's <laughs> he's interesting politically to me. Uh, he's not my candidate, but, you know, that is true. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Because no one's paying him. He doesn't want anyone's money. He like specifically is like no super back money, no donations. I don't want any of it. So it's it is an interesting it's an interesting dynamic. I still that's a whole nother thing. Money in politics. I still think that that's an overblown problem, too. But um, a good example is that Bush spent something like nine times more money in New Hampshire than Trump did. But Trump won. You know, I don't, so mean, it's like, I don't so mean that. I just mean that the fact that people that, that it's it's actually legal for a corporation to back you as an individual. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the corporations treated as an yeah, like yes, right. The Citizens so United. It's case. legal for them to back you, and then when you get in office, it's legal for them to basically expect something from that backing. Well, of course, that's why everyone don't like. That's why you donate money. Oh, and I donated money to Mitt Romney or Ron Paul. Right. It, was, it wasn't because I was like, I'm gonna knock on the door, and be like, Mitt, You're President Romney. Lincoln. But I'm bedroom. like, I'm like, I'm doing this because I want lower taxes. That's specifically why I was sure. I want, but I, and the, like the the problem <laughs> comes in when 
uh, not Boeing, like Lockheed Martin does that, right? And they do that to make sure that, you know, they get a government contract that's supposed to be, you know, pretty healthy for the year 2017. Yeah, no, there's no wars, you know, can't have that contract, right? So we got to start a war. Well, in order to have war, we need a bigger military. And that's how this starts to, to spiral downward. It's a huge fucking problem. It is. So I know, I know we're running long, but I want people to just like, listen, no matter if you're American or not, like, we can all have different agree- different you know opinions on taxation and all that kind of stuff, but d- do stay engaged. Apathy is the enemy. You know, if you support higher taxes, at least you should still stay engaged. I don't know why you'd support higher taxes, but but you know, teaches them. Uh, so stay engaged, and and I really encourage people, our, our American friends, because I don't know how people are paid overseas in terms of the, you know what their W twos are called. I'm sure it's not as obtuse. The only uh, two. I think, it's, at, I think it's even worse in London. Every look time at your, anyone in England talks about their oh yeah, tax they structure, pay a, they absurd. pay income tax and they pay a VAT and all yeah, that kind of stuff. They're just like you're lucky. I like the VAT as a replacement for the income tax, but that's not going to happen. Um, and just look at your W two. Just look at it. Just really study it and imagine that five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars that they robbed from you. Imagine what you might have done with half of it. Let them take half of it, but imagine what you could have done with five thousand or ten thousand dollars. Mm. Imagine that money being infused into a local business, and you're and you're buying co- a, co- a cup of coffee every day now that you can do that, or you're or you're buying building materials to you know to to paint your house or you know do some molding mm. in your house. Or like there are economic ramifications for giving people more money and letting them keep their money because I'm telling you right now the government does not move the economy; the individual moves the economy. And if you want a vibrant economy full of a lot of money and a lot of moving parts. Let people keep their money. If you want to strangle the shit out of businesses like ours has been strangled, then and and we are not unique. Every small business out there. A lot of people have reached out to me, you know, uh, privately and publicly about like, you're right. I own X business and it is fucking insane. I owned a business for 30 years and I had to close it down because it was not worth it. Yeah, we were profitable, but they'd come in and just take everything. You know, like. There's so many people, man, that understand where we are. And I just I get like I the small business thing is not a talking point for me anymore. When these 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 guys walk around and, and talk about, you know, how we're being taxed to death in these town hall meetings and stuff like that. Like, I get you guys now. Like, I, I really do get it. Like, it hurts because you're getting hit from both with both fists from both sides, you, yeah. you, your personal income, all that kind of stuff. And then they just take your corporate stuff, too. They just take your company stuff. And it sucks. And I'm, I'm going to I'm always you're. Uh, Sorry if people get tired of it. I'm always going to bitch about it. Always, 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 always. But I'm voting and I'm trying to stay engaged and I'm trying to get candidates in there that can hopefully change it. When, some, when a candidate says to me, like, I want to lower your taxes, I'm like, I'm listening. Yeah. Don't care who you are. Let me know when you want to make the stand. Left I'm or right. fucking there. <laughs> when we don't pay our taxes? Yeah. Oh, Tim, of course. Tim, Tim will not make the stand on the airlines. Though. I'm not, he loves Virgin America way too much. He will well, not. Well, no, that's that TSA, though. Are you kidding me? I, I, like, I like mobs. <laughs> I'm That's true. Involved. You do. Tim you do loves like a good mob, mob, is what they say. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that topic was brought to you by Squarespace. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. When you, when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code Kind of Funny to get 10% off your first purchase. Building a website can be tough, and even if you do know your way around coding, creating something that looks good and works well is a time consuming affair. Whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, or a restaurant, or whatever else, sorry, your small business is going to be fucked, we just found out. In this day and age, <laughs> You probably need one anyway. Well, lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of skill level. No coding required. You can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support to build a beautiful website. So what are you waiting for? Start your free trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code KINDAFUNNY, all one word, to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for Kind of Funny. Tim. Yes. What's your topic? Is exercise worth it? 
I've been struggling with this my entire life. I've always been like, nope, it's not. <coughs> Still thinking it's not. Yeah. But but you're not fat. I know, but I'm not thin. I'm also you're not, not not fat. I'm I'm not not fat. That is for sure, right? Sure. And I feel like as my life has progressed, I've only gotten more not not fat. Right. You've you know gotten I mean? further away from skinny, from, but yeah. not so fat. Closer to fat. A big thing for me is I I realized you know it's it's not until you look at old pictures of you or in this case old videos of you sure. where you're like oh shit like I looked like that and then the crazy part is I remember how I felt at that moment and feeling like I was not not fat then mm, you know what mm, I mean mm. and I, I remember be like man I remember being like you know not thrilled about my my body image at that point mm-hmm. and now i'm like well shit compare this to this and it's like that's if not this guy good. if that guy could think about this guy he'd be appalled you know and i feel like that just keeps happening and i i keep having a my like comfort level just keeps slipping a little bit more more and more but you keep letting that it. way and i just keep letting it because it's fun and because i enjoy it sure i like food i like not Sleep. doing things yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like it's it's hard, sure, but I'm also comfortable with it. Right, so that's the thing. I think that's the thing. Finding your comfort level. So I'm. It's just it's hard for me to wrap my head around people enjoying exercise. Sure, but as I get older, I feel more and more people do like they genuinely enjoy running or genuinely mm-hmm. enjoy doing this. I'm not talking about people that are into sports. They're into sports. I get that. That's, sure, that's I don't even count that. It is exercise, but that's different. Mm. I'm talking about people that are like, I'm just going to go to the gym. I'm just going to work out. And unless you're that obscene Alfredo level of like, I like looking good. This is my the point of my existence. Sure. Like, just being a normal motherfucker like one of us. I can't imagine enjoying doing that stuff. You know, like there's the kids back in high school that did the track and field. and like, Oh, the these cross-country cool. fucks. Yeah, 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 whatever. Let's go run in the they woods They grew up and who knows like, like, who the fuck they're up to. But they're weird. They're the weird Very weird. Agreed. Agreed. But uh, I'm talking about the normal people like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to do, man? Am I supposed to not enjoy ice cream? No, I think you're supposed to enjoy it in moderation and then do something so your heart doesn't die. Yeah. That's what the, I think it, you said. Yeah. Your question is, is exercise worth it? Probably. Right. <laughs> it adds years to your life. You're not going to die of a heart attack. You're not going to sweat when you shouldn't be sweating. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's, it's the thing that hurts me the most mm, is lay it on me. You're in a safe place. I feel way better when I do exercise. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I want to make sure I put quotes around. What do the quotes mean? Because people talk to me and they're what like, do you mean by exercise? Tim, you should run, right? No, you don't. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll do that. And it's like their idea of running is, is like. Gia? Is this Gia? Well, yeah, people it's talking Gia, to my girlfriend, okay. and also my friend. Like just people in the, like, I don't know, normal people. Normal people. It's not even just people that like Gia. Her thing is fitness. She likes that shit. So sure. it's like, all right, cool. I'm talking about just normal motherfuckers. Like they have day jobs and shit. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, they're like, oh, I ran, I ran three miles today. And I'm like, wow, I've never ran three miles in my life. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, when's the last time I ran a mile? High school when I had to. And back then, I ran a pretty fast mile. Now, if I had to run a mile, probably wouldn't be that fast. Yeah. I don't even know if I could. But when people are like, oh, you should try running, and I'm like, all right, I'll do that. I'm running to my limits, which pretty much means I ran for about. A minute and a half. As far as that got me. Sure. That's how far I ran. But that's exercise. And if I, if I were to keep it, keep it going, yeah. I could probably get it up to a good three minutes. You know what I mean? But, like, I just can't imagine the people, guys that are like, I ran an hour today. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends on a lot of factors, right? It dep- everyone's body is different. So what's good for you might not be good for Colin, might not be good for Greg or me, for sure. What's good but for the just- goose is good for the gander. 
I also don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. I also don't know what's good for one goose is good for the entire gander. Right. So that's certainly not the case as far as nutrition and exercise (laughs) are concerned, right? Look at the different body types between you and me, right? You have, you are taller than me. You are naturally skinnier than I am. You have a natural, you are. Um, I have a natural, more squatty frame. There's just, we just have different body types, right? And Colin has a very different body type to me, and Greg has a very different body type to me. So I don't know necessarily what level of, of exercise versus, like what what level of like intensity for exercise would work better for his body versus for mine. But what I do know is that if you have to have one or the other, and generally paired paired together, they're the best. But proper nutrition by far is what much more impactful to your health than exercise, as far as my experience has been concerned. Now I don't mean when I say exercise, I'm not talking about running for an hour because I just don't I don't necessarily. I've never been that kind of person. If that's you and that's what you want to do, to each his own, go for it. I don't think you need to run for an hour every day to be quote unquote fit. I don't think you need to run for an hour every day to be healthy. If that's what you want to do and you get uh, you're inspired by sort of the milestones of that. Great. Fantastic. If you're not noticing any bad things happening to your body, uh, like muscle loss or any of that stuff, go for it. Cool. Um, But I think a lot of nutritionists and a lot of uh, personal trainers will say I mean, there's there's one adage that stuck with me, which is abs are made in the kitchen. So if you want a six pack, the number one thing everyone's going to tell you is you got to you got to make sure you're on the right diet for that. Otherwise, you're just not going to burn any fat. You'll gain muscle from some of these exercises or in some cases, if you're going really, really hard as far as exercise is concerned, and you're not doing it correctly. You're not backing up proper nutrition. You might actually go into your muscle reserves and start burning muscle. And that happens to a lot of marathon runners. Um, they'll go. That's why marathon runners tend to be really, really skinny. Because after a certain point, they've burned through all the fat and all the carbohydrates that are in their system, and their body goes, "I need something else. I need something else. Let's take muscle. Let's burn that." I once um, wrote a maximum ar- maxim article about this marathon runner, and he would get pizzas delivered to him while I ran. Yeah, you got to that was keep that's, going. that's the fucking life. So I started um, doing that just not with, without the running. But so to your, that's awesome. That's great. No, I'm, I'm glad you you got one part of it down. And that's that's what I would tell you, Tim. Like. For me, you know, I, I struggle with this, too, because I go in bouts of, like, I'll work out five days a week and feel really good about myself. And it does alter your uh, mental state. And so that's kind of what I was saying. all these great hormones and endorphins and all these things that kind of keep you going motivated in a very positive way. Running and, like, when I do run or I do, like, like lightly work out, I've never been to a gym once in my life. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll, I'll go in bouts where I'm, like, I'm doing push-ups and sit-ups and running a little mm-hmm. bit and whatever for my one and a half minutes. And, like, it sucks. Doing it sucks. It hurts. I don't understand how people can enjoy Real quick, it. Real quick, do you run a minute a and a half from the house, stop, and walk back? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the other thing, too, is you don't necessarily need to go. You don't need to start at running. For you, I would, if I were, I mean, again, I'm not a personal trainer, but for you, I would say, what, look at what you've done in just cutting soda out of your diet. You lost weight, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just, and, and that's You're the eating thing, a salad with, with healthy greens yeah, and protein on top of it. And you, and guess what happened? It does suck. You lost weight, but you probably feel better. So that's the thing. I don't feel better really in terms of like cutting that stuff out. The, the feeling better comes from after the excruciating pain of running and like doing shit. It's the day after everything hurts a little bit, but then it's the day after that where I'm like, Huh, I feel better. I definitely feel better. Mm. And that pains me to say. You should because I wa- wish that wasn't true. Well, no, but I mean, again, it's I mean that's that's your body sort of rebuilding itself and building muscle and, and increasing flexibility, increasing, you know, cardiovascular activity. You do, you do feel when your body when you work out your body, it allows your body to actually work better. And that's the thing. When you build muscle in the right place and you build um uh, strength and you build flexibility and all those things you just you do feel better because yeah. your body literally the car is actually working better so guess what it can go faster you know it burns less fuel to go faster and farther and and that's that's what your body does as well but you don't have to go to these extremes i don't believe that 
most people do like when you have friends that are marathon runners or a jog or like friends that have to do these intense sports every day like i don't think you need to do that in order to be quote unquote healthy well yeah no, that, that, like i was saying for you, that's i would different. just say walk yeah start well walking. i walk a lot yeah, I mean, go for go for a 20 minute walk with me. with gia you know at night well you know when, when you're yeah. with her go for a gia. 20 minute walk at night with her right maybe a 30 minute walk you talk you walk at a brisk pace great for you yeah i'm definitely i'm down with the walking right? i can walk forever and then pick if you want pick one day a week or two days a week where you try something a little harder but i can tell you this when it, when it comes to lifting or any of those more like uh aerobic or anaerobic style like exercises they get easier the more you do them exactly and, that's, and that's then the you thing. get the appreciation for going oh man i couldn't lift that last week but i can lift it this week that's yeah. weird am i feeling better or do i just have what are these muscles mass, right do i can i just feel like my wife finally after a long time of me sort of asking her to do this with me, started doing more strength training with me. And I think this is incredibly important for women because the one thing women don't do is they don't do strength training most of the time, right? They'll go, they'll, if you look at the most traditional quote-unquote women activities, it's like yoga, spin, jogging, but it doesn't really have a lot to do with training your upper or lower body in these big muscle mass groups. And you get a lot of benefits from that. And so my wife started doing that and she has like fallen in love with it because she can see definition in her muscles and she's feeling the strength and like, for every pound of muscle that you put on yourself or ground, I don't know the, the ratio, it takes that much more of your for your body to burn to sustain that. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you pack more muscle on your body physically has to work harder to keep that muscle on, which means if you do it right with nutrition, it has to burn fat to do that. And so she's seeing that cyclical benefit from it of eating well, gives her more energy to go work out. And she works a little harder, which burns more fat, which makes her feel good. So she'll eat well and she'll keep going and spiraling. And finally, she's at a point right now where she looks better than she's ever looked. And she, I've been with her for eight years. Now, she's I've always thought she was beautiful, but I look at her now. I'm like, I'm so proud of you mm-hmm. for and all she does is she does spin once a week, yoga twice a week and like lifts once a week. And then we walk a lot. We just walk a lot. We have this weird little like, you know, we just are constantly moving, yeah. constantly just burning calories here and there, which I think is good for you, you know, but that, that works for us. Again, maybe you're maybe you just need to get into kickboxing and do kickboxing yeah, six days a week that. and yeah. shred your abs my and get flexible. That was when I was fittest. But see, but that's that's because you probably spend an hour playing that game yeah, every no, day. Exactly. And that's, you burn like 400 calories. Yeah. And then you're like, shit, I need to go replenish this with, you know, lean protein and some some good fats. Yeah, and I probably some, did that. Yeah. yeah. And like that's minimal carbs. The number one at McDonald's is. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but I mean, you, you're yeah, lucky right now. Can I get right the now. Signore's uh, lean fats, <laughs> good protein pizza? But I've seen it in all of you. I've seen when you guys make the concerted effort, especially in call, where like you make the concerted effort. You're going to get up. You're going to work out. You're going to you know, try to eat a little healthier, do all this stuff. It works. It really does work. Like there's not a ton of magic to it. Like when I'm up late at night, like I was last night, just whittling through a fucking log of cheese. I'm like, I know this isn't good for me. I probably shouldn't be doing this. I should stop doing this, but it's episode six of the X-Files and it's not very good. And I just want something to be good in my life right now. So here we go. The cheese, the cheese is the just destroy that Chloe Jack. Um, but anyway, that's my, that's my, recommendation is i yeah, would do nutrition no, first sense. make sure you got your diet on lock and I'm then trying. slowly I'm, but surely I'm trying work a little exercise. bit with that it's hard i it's not really that hard it's just hard in the sense of i wish that good food came easier you know it's so easy to get not good food yeah, yeah. and uh i don't like i just wish i want to pay someone to just fucking give me shit and deal with it you, know? you can do that, that. literally happens yeah, yeah I mean, you can do that. Well, let's make that happen delivery. i don't want to pay hell muncher yeah you know? there you go yeah. um See, I need substance though. I don't want them coming with the like got the lean the protein, little like you know the green. Here's like and three the lean leaves proteins. and whatever. That's why the, the Starbucks like salad things I get, I'm all right with because like there's at least a fair amount of leaves that I'm eating. Seeing as how lunch seems to be the hardest thing around here, we just end up Marnie Ty all the time. We should mm-hmm. all do. We should do Munchie. 
I would, totally I would get down to Munchery and just have them bring meals here. We don't have to worry about it. Like I would do it because when you said, because recently I've been tracking um, a lot. We aren't of, sponsored by Munchery, by the way. We are not. That'd be amazing for it. But recently I've been tracking all of my nutrition, like everything that goes into my body and all my macros. And I'm actually getting to the point where I'm trying to look into like what fats I'm getting in my diet and things like that. And it's re- it's very, very surprising that on a, you know, when they, you look down at the minerals and vitamins that you're supposed to have and it says X amount of percentage out of 100%. The vast majority of people in the United States never hit those levels every day. And those things are what rebuilds all of your cells, which rebuild all your muscles and all your brain tissues and all these things and help your body to function. And so if you're not getting those things, your body is just not running to its fullest potential. And you don't get those things from French fries or from, you know, all the shit that's good to eat. You just don't. You don't get as much of them from them, right? You don't get a lot of vitamins and minerals from your standard McDonald's. I mean, you know what really meal. sucks? That bananas are supposedly not the best thing for you. They're like, very, they're very high I fucking in, love in bananas. <laughs> No, I would eat a thousand bananas, and that's a problem. They're you're not supposed to, to do that. Well, <laughs> Didn't know that. If you're pro, if you're <laughs> potassium deficient, then they're they're pretty good source of that. But the problem is a lot of a lot of those fruits that we love have a little too much uh, uh, natural oh, sugars in them, too much oh, fructose, and so those bananas. those can overdo it. But again, it depends on what diet you're working on. For you, just look at your calories. Yeah, and this is what I always tell anyone that's trying to lose weight just to, on the get go. You don't have to go crazy with it. Just if you're severely overweight or if you need help, either go to a nutritionist or download an app where you look at your calories. And log them. And you will just be astounded most of the time. I was fucking astounded. I went from 220 to 190 just by logging my calories every day and going, oh, my God, that meal. And you got to be honest with yourself. You can't fucking be like, "Eh, maybe it was only like a half an ounce when you had a whole fucking jar of of mayonnaise or something like that. But look at the calories you're ingesting and you'll be astounded by how fucking far off the map you are. If you're on a 2000 calorie diet, try to limit yourself to that. Try and then when you go to places, just try to pick the healthiest thing you can possibly find on the menu. Yeah. Generally, it's going to be a salad. Sorry, I hate to, hate to burst everyone's bubble. It's usually a giant salad. Get the dressing on the side and just dip it in. Um, well, I mean, it's all baby steps, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what he's doing with Coke right now. But it's as simple as like, you know, I remember when uh, uh, I moved over to yogurt for breakfast, mm-hmm. right? Because I was like at IGN. I was like, maybe I'll do a breakfast burrito. I've been going across the street all the time, right? Breakfast burrito, maybe a bagel, maybe this yogurt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was like, man, I really like yogurt. And I'm like, well, yogurt's actually probably good for you, mm-hmm. right? You look and you're like, oh, this is good for you. I'm like, well, fuck, I'll do something for my body and replace that one meal with just yogurt, right? Mm-hmm. And then I and you lose weight off of that. And I'm like, oh, that was cool. And it's the same thing with lunch, right? Like, have a healthier lunch and then do whatever the fuck you want at dinner. Fuck right off. Sure. At dinner. Sure. Or, I mean, yeah. And that, that's a, that's, that's a perfect place to start. Right. Like, I, again, I'm not one of those people that you're going to find on YouTube was like, here's how you get fucking shredded abs. If I could figure out this video right now, it'd be amazing. Right. But, um, I'm just talking about feeling good about yourself and, and, and trying to have some sort of system that works for you where you can lose weight and feel good. And that's it. I mean, I'm not talking about like, obviously I'm not, someone who should be talking about bodybuilding or any sort of like extreme athletic. We already activity. showed your muscle before. This. Yeah. Great. Uh, everyone's like, this guy doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. No, show, sure, him, show him in case don't. they joined late. Show the muscle. Just, I'm not going to show, show them the muscle. muscle. Guys, look, look at this thing he's got. Now watch it, no, but do it, do it. Cause it, it, it goes like an ice cream. Do it. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> You're my sweet baby boy. Um, show, uh, show your auntie how strong you are, Nikki. <laughs> so wait, okay, let's go back to this yogurt thing for a second. Sure. Cause I feel like the yogurt is one of those banana tricks where I really like yogurt. Can I eat yogurt? Is no, that... not the kind of yogurt you like. You can't have what the yogurt, yogurt that has eat? like fruit syrup shit in it. He was re- eating Greek yogurt with probably some what granola in it. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, yeah. I like that shit. What I is fruit in my bad? Is my yogurt bad? No, I mean, <laughs> is my yogurt? Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it all depends. It depends on what kind of diet you're trying to do. If you're just doing a diet where you limit calories, 
and limit fat, which is the predominant conventional wisdom of like what, how you're supposed to lose weight, which is very much like debatable. Um, yeah, you can have a yogurt. It's better. It's probably better for you in that instance than a uh, um, breakfast burrito, a breakfast burrito with a that, ton of cheese and bacon. on That's top of the it. thing is like, you know what I mean? The, the You're talking about diet and being very serious and counting calories and all this stuff. I'm just talking about replacing a meal, you know, to be bad with something that's not right. You know what I mean? That's all it is. But really. those, okay. So I'm talking about those yogurts with the little flip top thing that has the granola. And then you put the granola in. Maybe there's like some blueberries and shit. No, I mean the thing is it about the Starbucks. Well, what's that? What's the no? I think you're talking more about like YoPlay and stuff like that. No, no, no. no he's not. talking about, like about the, the white yogurt, like the Fage yogurt, or the, or the stuff that has like the the stuff like at Starbucks. They have those like so, in the the but fridge. see no, Starbucks has all the jams and jellies in it, and that's where it gets different, doesn't well, it? Well, also I that's this, this. I love the. Uh, don't get me wrong. They got that sweet cherry one. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> As you know, I'm not a huge fan of like carbohydrates. I don't. I just don't. I don't. You? I don't. My body doesn't do well when I have excess amount of carbohydrates, and it just because I. I just. I tend to gain weight. That's just me. Might be different for you, um, but if I were you, I wouldn't mess with the granola because it's probably just got a lot of sugar in it. Mm. And the problem with sugar, there's a lot, a lot of problems with sugar. The problem with sugar, in 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 very layman's terms, is that you'll it spikes your 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 blood sugar. You'll burn through it real quick, and then you're like, "Fuck, I'm hungry again." Right, and then you want more of that, and it also ha- ha- tends to be a little bit more caloric than than natural normal food. So if you want to have the yogurt by itself, yeah, it's high in protein. Um, I think it has some good fats in it. I, have, I don't know which yogurt you're eating, but yeah, when you yeah. add the granola on top of that, you're just getting all that good stuff with just a punch of fucking sugar. And it might yeah, be sweet with it. honey, I don't know, but still, that's a lot of sugar that your system probably doesn't need on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, I in like reality, what you probably be better off is make yourself a couple eggs with some spinach. And some vegetables mixed in, but I know I can look. Looking at your face, that's that sounds terrible, right? I, I mean, no, I'm okay with that. I want to yeah. make it. That's my thing. Is I ain't trying. To I mean, that's that's shit. my problem. I don't too, got time for that. I, I I wish there was. I'll a, cook you omelets. Yeah, he'll cook you. I omelet appreciate that. Is, yeah, omelet, like, is an omelet good for you? It can't I, be good. For omelets you. Omelets are too delicious. I love you omelets. cheese in that. That can't be. Well, good it depends for you. what you put on it. Olive you, oil. Olive oil is good. Great for you. It, it depends on what diet you're on. I'm right now. I'm reading a book about high fat. Moderate protein, low carb diets. It's like a ketogenic diet, which would be con- traditionally considered a low carb diet, like an Atkins diet or a South Beach diet or any of these other things. But there's a new, there's, there, there, it's always sort of a trend that's happening, and I like to keep up on it because I like to eat low carb. And one of the things they say is, you know, um, the conventional wisdom of uh, low fat, high carb diets is being challenged right now, largely because. If you look at the obesity rate in our country or actually in the world, it's not decreasing. It's rapidly increasing. And a large portion of that, a lot of people contribute to the fact that people tend to eat too many carbs. They tend to overeat carbs. It tends to be the things that Pizza when you think, oh, man, I'm I'm so I just want something good. What is it that you bread. think of? You want bread, something carb, bread-based, yeah. burrito, something that's good, right? And so a lot of these Burritos guys are, don't have carbs. There's no bread. Burritos have a lot of carbs. Um, so a lot what? of these guys. So this this book I'm reading right now, which is really fascinating. Um, it's called the the Primal Blueprint. I you know I heard about it on another podcast that I listen to a lot. Um, but Joe I'm reading, Rogan. Yeah, it's Joe Rogan's. Of podcast, course, yeah. it's Joe. Rogan. So he talks to a lot of fighters. God, and they man talk, crush on this man. I do have a man crush on Joe Rogan. He knows it. I stalk him at night. Does he? Um, I retweet Joe Rogan. Say Nick's here, and he's got the old ice cream scoop for you. Do it. You're letting people down. Show them the money. There it is. There Look it is. at that. Yeah, no, so, so wake proud up the Python. You. You so proud of you. Okay. Um, but <laughs> so they. So, I can talk. I can talk forever on this because yeah, I literally just read this book, but I'm not quite done with it yet. So before I go on the actual diet, I need to finish it and kind of understand how it works. But, but yeah, it really does challenge the idea that like that 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 you know 
an excessive amount of carbs is good for you. And again, there's he he cites that there's different levels of people who are tolerant to carbohydrates, right? Sure. And if I had to look at it, I have never been tested, but I would guess that my body is severely carb intolerant. Mm. Like I don't have a tolerance for it when I eat. It goes straight to fat. My body doesn't burn it very effectively. My body does better with proteins and and good fats and and vegetables and minerals and nutrients like that. So that's what I'm playing around with. But again, you don't have to go that granular with it. When you walk in for for now, if you want, like how much how much weight do you realistically want to lose? I want to lose like twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds. Yeah, that's a severe. That's a serious amount of weight. I mean, again, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> I so, try to get too crazy about it. I but. would I would start with logging every meal and trying to stay under and trying to create a calorie deficit. So you need about I think it's thirty five hundred calories per pound that you want to lose. So you need to create a deficit per week of thirty five hundred calories if you want to lose one pound. Start with that. And then add in maybe Good a daily shit. walk, yeah. 20 minutes. You burn maybe 100, 150 calories, which will help with that calorie deficit so you can eat a little bit more. And make oh, sure you're adding actually... a one and a half minute run. There you go. Although That's on this, true. on a lot of diets, like that that I'm just saying run for the one and a half minutes and then walk until you got your oh, breath do, back I mean, and run that. a little I, bit. I do that. Okay. So... But not for that long. But sure, no. sure, sure. I do it yeah. for as long as I physically can. Well, just be just but be see, careful. That's the problem. Also. I remember a long time ago in high school or whatever when we were. I was I was doing push ups or some shit. And a friend's like, "Oh, how many do you?" I'm like, "I don't count them. I just go to my muscles get tired." He's like, "That's the point. That's the point of exercise. You're supposed to push through that, right? Well, or am I wrong? No, no, no. Don't push through muscles. That's what I was based Stop. on. Well, I mean, that's like, the whole point of like that's your muscle. Take damn a breath, it, Chad. Take a breath and go. Yeah, but when you go to like the idea is you do every set till close to if not up to muscle failure and then take a breath and exactly. do it again and that way I'm what, talking about I did, yeah, yeah, I did yeah, yeah. nine push ups and I'm like oh I'm tired I'm done yeah, I get yeah, up and yeah. walk away I don't mean I'm fucking there for 30 yeah. minutes I mean to, to, <laughs> to roll out of the ground like a slug I can't move my arms like, somebody get me up somebody pick me up and you're like push my arm just screaming um, <laughs> Jamie Kennedy tried to open the door see what's wrong in there <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah I mean yeah, I, I this is one of those things like, you know, when I started doing yoga, for instance, right? And this happens every time I go back because I don't do it often enough now to really be like really, really, really good at it. You do notice that like you just you can't do it as well. But that's why you work up to it. Don't go balls to the wall. I wouldn't put on your running shoes and sprint for five minutes because you're going to probably pull something. Yeah. I bought running shoes, though. Nice. Nike Freeze. Of course. Yeah. Um, fives. Free. But, you know, oh, just jog. Just start with the jog and see where you are. Don't go hard. Just yeah. Pick a milestone. So listen, put a podcast on or some music on. I'm, like, I'm just going to jog for 10 minutes and see what happens. Bought the shoes maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Only ran once. Okay. We've been busy. That's the other thing. Sure. Shit, shit okay, happens yeah, yeah, and yeah. like whatever. Um, And I have a million other excuses. But. Got to get rid of those. I ran. Stuff your excuses in a sec. First 30 seconds. I'm like. I got this shit. Yeah. Running. Yeah. You my bitch. 30 seconds later. I'm like. Oh my God. Holy shit. It starts burning. My throat is just like. This is how it feels. Mm-hmm. Sure. If that was a hot sound. Yeah. Sure. That's your body's like way of saying, what is this? Yeah. I don't understand this. But you will, you know, like you could work up to a point where you feel good and where it's good for your body and you, you can start to add to it with every run. And if you have that mentality or, you know, if you want to space it out with some other stuff, you can go climbing with Kevin and various mm-hmm. things like Be that. Be part of the climbing community. But I will say that, like, it sucks while you're doing it. It always yeah. does. Because the first time you do anything fucking sucks. Just get through that first one Just and then going. go back the next day. And then I guarantee on that second day, you'll walk out of there and you'll feel a little happier. You'll feel a little bit better about yourself because, you you know, it releases those endorphins. It releases those 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 happy chemicals in your brain where you're like, 
feel good about yeah. myself, right? And the next day after the store just breaks, you're like, oh, I can fucking like, I feel like I, I can, can rip this things. table apart if I wanted to. I can Hulk out on Tom. Well, it's Kevin. got like the little video game thing. It's like level progression. Well, yeah. The next time you get it a little is. XP, and the next time you go a little bit further, a little yeah. bit further. Yeah, the only I'm shitty thing down. is when you wait longer, then you go back down, and then you go. Oh, sure. Well, that's why it's sucks. like, yeah, yeah, it's very much the challenge. Of, yeah. It's like but, stopping uh, an RPG, coming back like a couple weeks later. Oh yeah, no you don't know how, you can't remember you what you're doing. Right. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. You don't want that. You don't I mean, I'm I'm definitely into it. The goal is I want to crowd surf at kind of funny live. So mm. whatever can make that happen. Pretty sure they could do that even right now. I know, but like I want to make it easier for them. Okay. So. You don't want to you want to crush Amy Gills. If you everyone right out there that's coming to kind of funny live, you also need to start working out. Just your, body arms, just your upper body. Yeah, uh, legs legs help with lifting too. Yeah, if you're whatever you need to do. You have to have good yeah leg muscles and torso and upper you know torso muscles. Holds the whole thing. It's a whole body then. Can't just do the arms. I think they'll be fine. See that? I think they'll be fine. With with the legs. You raise me up. Anyway, that's my cheap two cents on proper nutrition and And that was exercising. Cheap two cents. Sorry. Quality. I'm going to work with an actual doctor or nutritionist. Okay. Good. All right. Topic number three. It's my topic. But ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by a very special guest. Pop it up on screen, Kevin. Adrian, how are you? Good, good. How are you guys? Good. Now, your name is Adrian Garcia. Yes, it is. You supported us on Patreon.com slash funny to be the first ever guest to Skype in. Yes. And that's all the information I know about you, so please tell me more. All right, so what do you want to know? Anything? Where do you live? Where are you right now? I'm currently in Wichita, Kansas. Oh, I'm so sorry. Air capital of the world. Kansas. Do you listen to XV, the rapper? XV? No. Do you know Tech Nine? Yes, I do. Hell yeah, you know Tech Nine. What up, Strange Uh, Music? Yeah. Good to his concerts at least twice a year here. Good, good. good, good He's good, a good Midwest good. man. What now? What, what is this? The king is what is... Yeah, what's going on behind you, you here? Got, what's this sign on the back? The king is something? The king is always right? Is always, that... I think it says. Yes. Not sure. That's my roommate's sign. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were in your parents' house, and that was like a, that was like a, a weird Jesus sign I wasn't aware of. Now, let us explain why we think you're in your parents' house. It's because the texture on the wall behind you... Oh, it is. ...very I'm... much like my grandma's house. I live in my roommate's extra bedroom where he, where his parents don't live here anymore. Okay, so it's just him and me. Okay, yeah. cool. we knew parents were involved somehow. So, somehow, yeah, with like the old tiny car in the back. Not, not to go f- too far down this rabbit hole, but it, w- is that a, a a paint texture that we're seeing on the wall, or is that an actual wallpaper? It's a paint texture. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he reaches out to touch it. Awesome. I'm never actually looked at Just it double checking. Just making sure it can be painted over easily. And then, Adrian, how old are you? I'm 25. Okay. What do you do these days for money? Money, I'm an aerospace engineer here. Son Damn. of a bitch. You're, You're a very smart, smart kid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wichita is the air capital of the world. A lot of airplane companies started here. Oh, really? And there's a lot of airplane jobs here. And then they all flew away. Yeah, thank you, Greg. No thank problem. you. I was no thinking problem. it. You said only, it. This is one of those jobs. Only Boeing went away. All the other ones were still. Gotcha. This is one of those jobs on PS. I love you. I said that. You know, when, when people are like, should I get involved in the video game industry? I'm like, why don't you become an engineer? Yeah. <laughs> Do something. And make a lot of money. Humanity. And you, you can always live in a have a job. spare bedroom <laughs> of a friend's house. <laughs> You're 25 years old. Is it that? Uh, yes. That's right, right? Yes. So, I mean, that's just that's the time when you do live with your buddies. You know, uh, we and work out saving, of a spare bedroom. I'm not, not insulting not when you're spare 32. bedrooms. He's saving and money and being smart. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Living with your head in an apartment, there. And I just pay a couple hundred dollars and a dog. Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. My topic is coffee. Coffee, and it's funny because you've taken a lot of sh- you, shots at coffee and caffeine and everything else. I have. So I want this is this is a, a wide open t- topic. 
that I want everyone to address in their own way. Whether it be a coffee story. Mm-hmm. I know Colin doesn't like coffee. Whatever the fuck you're doing all of a sudden with oh. coffee that it's doing oh. some of their anxiety. Oh. I'll start by saying I love coffee. And I look forward to it. I, I tweeted about this the other night because when I was uh, writing tweets for the your topic about sleep, Tim, mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. I wrote one that was like, uh, I don't really like sleep. I, I'm a morning person. I'm actually just excited to go to sleep to wake up the next morning and have a cup of coffee well, you know what and start say, my right? day. What's that? The best part of waking up. It's Folgers in your cup. It's true. It's true. They do say mm-hmm. that quite a bit. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't had Folgers in quite some time. You know, I don't think I ever have. But my first cup of coffee, I remember, it's one of those cherished memories for me. It was when... Grandma Kennedy was getting her hair done at the salon, and Poppy, did. Poppy and I, my grand, Grandpa Kennedy, we called him Poppy. Now. He took. I was with them for the day, and so we went with her, and we're chilling out there. And he's like, "Do you want a cup of coffee?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then he gave me a little cup of coffee. And I was like, "This is terrible." So then we just put milk and sugar into it until I was able to drink it. And then I blacked out and woke up later, covered in <laughs> cake, and I bounced around the walls. God only knows what happened after that. <laughs> What the and fuck, Greg? And then my next big coffee story I remember was like when we were studying for high school finals or whatever. And like, maybe I'll take a cup of coffee. And I had one cup of coffee. And so I could study, you know, oh. And then you jump to college, sophomore year finals I remember taking. And I was studying for something, cramming for this test or whatever. And my friends were like, it was like two in the morning. Like, let's go to Subway. We'll get sandwiches. We'll just up studying. Like, yeah. And before we did that, I was like, I need, I need a jump start though. And I took a spoonful of coffee grounds and ate them. (laughs) And I was in subway and I remember my heart beating out of my chest in the most abnormal fashions, but that foot long set me straight and I didn't die. Usually does. So that's why whenever, whenever there's any, anything's wrong, I'll prescribe a foot long. Greg in your, you know, usually it's Colin and Nick that like give you shit for just being a fucked up creature. Yeah. You ate the coffee fucking guys? I needed it then. I didn't have time for it. It's like even... But is that a thing? It's Well, not... I don't recommend it. I don't, but I mean, it, does anyone People do that? Does anyone recommend that? People eat espresso beans. Yeah, yeah to, to Greg's defense, I sometimes chew on coffee beans. Thank you, Adrian. I'm glad to see I have one friend at this table. I, I don't know about that shit. See, I have a similar story of like coffee when I was young. I was like, are you... This is disgusting. Sure. How could you possibly want to drink this? Like beer. And I'm kind of still there. Like, I don't like the taste of coffee whatsoever. I'm addicted to drinking it, but I think that's just because I like drinking things. Like, and, and now you that I know like that it's like things. you can drink like coffee, zero, zero calories, all this shit. It's like water. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good. I'm going to drink that shit. But I definitely don't like it. I also like warm drinks. And I think that's the the key of why I keep drinking coffee. Because otherwise, if you hot ch- ice coffees. Yeah, I'll, I will. But I, I prefer hot normally. Um, I prefer ice because they give you bigger. I like quantity when it comes mm-hmm. to shit. Mm-hmm. Starbucks doesn't have Trenta when it comes to the hot shit. Sure. Good point. Cold good shit. point. So that's mm-hmm. why I do the ice coffee there. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I don't like the taste at all. It reminds me of alcohol. I don't understand. People are like, I like alcohol. I'm like, no, I'll drink it. Because it gets the job done. Yeah, but I, it, it does purpose. not taste good. The one thing I want to give a shout out to with coffee, though, is I like the way it makes my pee smell. Sure. Yeah. No, it I'm with you on nice that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. 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 So. Not the asparagus mm-hmm. way. No, it's yeah. like it's just yeah, like yeah, it's a nice yeah, yeah. thing. It's one of those weird things you just you're like that smells kind of good. Yeah, it's like it's like a reminder. It's like you, you you coffee. get to immediately reminisce right there in the toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adrian, yes. what do you got for me on coffee? Hey, I have a. I used to start off hating coffee because growing up, all my parents ever drank was instant coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uncultured. Exactly right. I mean. My, my, my dad's version of drinking coffee is coffee and then a crap ton of sugar and a crap ton of milk. So there's really no coffee taste at that point. So when I started making my own coffee, 
I thought that all coffee was like instant coffee. Yeah. So I bought grounded coffee and was just stirring like an idiot for like five minutes. Like, Why isn't this dissolving? <laughs> What's going on? But I love coffee. I have about a, I have an espresso machine here. I have an AeroPress and a French press. I just oh, French press. So you're not, yeah. you're like down the rabbit hole of just oh, yeah. a coffee oh, fanatic. Yeah. Yes, but I also have a. I did have a scarring event with coffee where two two of them actually. One when I was about ten, my grandpa accidentally spilled freshly made coffee on my back. Oh my god! Yeah. That was painful, and I cried for like two days. How did that happen? <laughs> I, I'm not exactly sure, but I'll were you bad was, right before it? <laughs> yeah. so I remember I was in the kitchen table eating breakfast, and the next thing I remember is just searing pain down my back. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's bad. Now, see, once when we were growing up, and I, I was still, we were still in the original house, so I was quite young. Mm-hmm. But this is one for your documentary. I was sitting there. <laughs> Sitting there, Sorry. my father, number one crane operator, Greg Miller, was sitting where Colin is, right? And we have this dope-ass bench, like, into the wall or whatever, and this, like, nice square table, and Mom's over here. And I forget what we were cooking, and keep in mind how small I am, but Dad picked up the barbecue sauce and shook it up like this, and it all sprayed out all over my head. I just wailed and wailed. <laughs> I cried. It was barbecue sauce. No, no, it's a small. I I realized for the first time why Greg's an only child. Small wonder (laughs) that you know they had this kid who was demented in every way, and they were afraid that this was the norm. They didn't know any better. That they might. This is what happens when we combine A and B. We get this, and we can't have another another one of these. We don't. We barely want the one we have. Coffee getting spilled on you is it's bad business though. So a couple weeks back on, I think it was the Gamescast. Kevin came in. Um, and handing me, I asked him to get me a coffee and he came in, handed me it and like was so close to spilling it just because of his sheer, just like Kevinness, Kevinness, right? Pres- I want to say presence. Did you Kevin has presence. A presence. He definitely has a presence. I was telling him earlier that, uh, uh, Chumbawamba's tub thumping is his theme song. Which one is that he, one? He gets knocked down and he gets up But he again. gets out again? Yeah. And then, they're uh, never going to keep him down. Yeah, the only Chumbawamba song that I know. So, yeah. Yeah. so he comes through and like hits my hand with it. It was almost a disaster. And I give him a lot of shit for it. And you guys are like, whoa, hey, he's getting your coffee. A lot of people in the comments are calling me out. What you guys don't know is that literally 30 minutes beforehand, he had ran around a corner out there bumping into me and spilling my coffee all over me. And it was scolding hot, like fresh off the thing. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like that is Kevin to me. And I'll always associate Kevin with me burning and being very uncomfortable. And like that's just part of that story. But yeah, Kevin... We love him, and he makes the company run, but he just makes those weird decisions that define it. Kevin, and today it. was one of them where I was trying to get in for Colin and Greg Live, so I came through the doorway, and then he was right where he is in the chair, but standing up, and rather than back up the one foot to let me pass, he tried to go through and get around me, as if that was making it easier. I was like, you just step backwards, it would have been fine. He's but like, we love you. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. He's like a bear on roller skates, you know what I mean? I like, it's like I said, I trust Kevin with everything. But I also trust Kevin with absolutely nothing. Absolutely at all. nothing. Absolutely. It's just somewhere. It's both of those things. I trust him with everything. It's just I know that it's gonna be slightly smellier than I'd like it to be. Yeah, and now, sweatier. Nick, yes, you are a coffee fiend. I love coffee. I love coffee. You're trying to come off it now. What's your well, problem? Well, I'm trying to cut down the caffeine of the coffee. Um, just because I I like coffee as my morning ritual. I think it's just it's just kind of ingrained in my culture at this point to sure. wake up and. And look forward to that first cup of coffee. You know, mostly I I usually, you know, I've got a couple Starbucks that I stop (laughs) off at on my en route. If I want the prettier drive, I'll stop off at the one on on Chestnut and then take the bridge over to 19th Street and cut through the park. 
Um, then if I'm in a hurry, I'll, I'll go over, you know, I, I got it all mapped out. Um, but what I've noticed is that when you drink two to three venti iced coffees at <laughs> roughly 190 Damn. milligrams worth of caffeine a piece, it just starts fucking with you a little bit. Namely at night, I can't turn, like I've, I've, I've hit a point where I'm like, I can't turn my brain off and I have all this anxiety about all this stuff that's happening. All good stuff too. That's the crazy thing is you're like, our business is going well. My relationship is going well. My friendships are good. And I can't stop thinking. Like I, my, my mind won't turn off a mile a minute. And so I've, I've started to um, try to Have you ever worried that Colin's contagious? Colin? Yeah. No, I gave Colin the cold. I gave the cold to Kevin first, and then Kevin gave it to Colin. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Oh, Colin's anxiety? Yeah, highly. Highly contagious. Um, but <laughs> you threw me off of that. I know. Sorry. That's I thought okay. it would be a real quick aside, and then it turned nah, nah, into this I thing. Um, no, so that's what I've been trying to do is go decaf. Now, now decaffeinated coffee is uh, a little bit of a misleading thing, too, because there is caffeination in decaffeinated mm-hmm. coffee, even if it's an express. You can't take all the caffeine out of it. Um, but I'm trying to cut it back to what a normal, like, one cup of coffee would be, one to two cups of coffee a day of caffeine. Sure. Um, the one thing I do like about coffee is that it helps me poop, and I enjoy pooping. See, I've never had oh, that. Yes. I've never had that. People that's, talk about that all the time. That's because your body is so weird. <laughs> all you need is cold, and you have to go poop. Well, it's like, wake up, and I'm going to poop, and then, right. yeah, it's if I'm cold, I'm going to poop, and then if I ate a lot of food, I'm going to poop. That's like how much See, liquids in me I might have to poop. For me, it's the mochas. The mochas get my, and it's not even making me poop. It just makes my stomach do the like gurgle thing. And I think right. that's because of the milk and sure. espresso. That's why you're like yeah. that. I don't think I am. Yeah, Pretty be. sure I'm not. I'm good. I can get down on some milk. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of dairy, a lot of dairy like that will just upset your stomach more often than not. I'm talking like I'll walk into a Starbucks in the morning perfectly well, sip on an iced coffee for about five minutes. Put the iced coffee down and have to bother someone to watch it because I'm going poop. It, it goes like that. It's like See, it's like a lever pulled and it's like it's the poop train. Sure, I knew it. I understood what it was. I understood it was exiting the tunnel. Yeah, I mean, I I will always love coffee. It was to me, it was one of those things where I didn't start drinking coffee until because growing up in Riverside, there wasn't much to do and I didn't really care for meth. So there's a Starbucks that opened and. Um, I'm like, we'll try this, right? And that was what we did in high school is we we went to Starbucks like after work or after school or whatever. We'd all had like, you know, the shitty minimum wage jobs. And the Starbucks was open to like, you know, midnight. And it was the first time I'd ever seen a Starbucks. It's like, this place is cool. And it had the coffee culture that that came down from Seattle. And it was like, it was about sitting and talking and and just enjoying like this 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 moment with your friends over a cup of coffee. And I'm like, this is really, really cool. And to this day, I crave that that experience as well. the other night, I just went. I I just went over to Buddy's house because I'm like, I, I don't want to drink anymore. I don't really want to go to bars. I don't want to yell at people. I just want to have the experience of people just sitting around talking. Um, similar to when you I you don't in, get that enough. No, I mean I I like <laughs> it here, but you know it's it's uh, on my leisure time. I like that. I don't I don't want to deal with the douchebags at the bar that are going to try to elbow their way in so they can buy a drink so they can get more drunk because they think that being super drunk and super loud is what women like. I don't like that. You know, it's starting to it's starting to wear on me in my old age. Um. But what I do like is when, you know, back in the day I used to go to, when I graduated college and had no money, my buddies and I used to go to an all-night cafe. It was like, I think it was up until 3 o'clock in the morning. It's called Cafe Ruba in Newport Beach. You would sit outside because, of course, it was Southern California. It would be really warm. And we would just play a game all night and drink coffee and smoke copious amounts of cigarettes. But the entire thing probably only cost me 10 bucks. I mean, it was nice because you get the same experience of the alcohol without necessarily <laughs> needing to spend the money or, or, or worry about the calories of the hangover the next day. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. It is. Adrian, what are your thoughts on yes. this decaf nonsense? 
I don't do decaf. That's no, just no decaf. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, do, do, how, what do you feel about diet sodas? Here's the thing. You might not approve of this oh, to me, Tim, but I don't drink sodas. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> would it, I, would I'd it, would rather it been, that stance. Would it be been a bigger offense if you like diet coke over regular coke? Oh, are you kidding me? Okay. Like well, yeah. death before diet for, 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 is my wow, okay. my stance on this. Sure, that's some bullshit, man. Yeah, the only, the only thing I I, I I I do like soda, but I just never crave it. Mm. What's a great one? Good. I want a soda. Well, that's why you're skinny. It. See, for me, the decaf has a place. Like I appreciate what you're doing here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I but I for me, I like coffee in the morning, and then I've I it used to be four o'clock was the cutoff. Now I feel that's more like actually no I'm sorry it used to be five o'clock was the cutoff no coffee after five o'clock because then I would be lying in bed like that Spider Man meme where I can't sleep mask on you remember it it's very famous yeah uh, and then I had to dial it to four because there was one day where I had like a four thirty coffee and it's because I don't like my coffee super hot mm. so if I don't put ice in it I let it chill out for a while so then Got it's it. it's marinating you know what I mean mm. and then I'm just wired like you're saying so I like a decaf I'm a big fan of decaf in the evening if I want a cup of coffee but more importantly with the dessert at the nice meal. You've had the nice meal. Yeah, oh, they yeah. come by. They take the little metal thing. They scrape the crumbs off. They give you the dessert menus. You get a little cake donut or whatever. They call that a decrummer. Do they really? Yeah. Hmm. Do what? See, see, mm. see, for me in the evening, I just switch over to tea. No caffeine. Oh, oh, I do that too. Herbal so, tea. Like herbal teas. Yeah, see, I'll tea, like I, don't got, I don't get down with. See, I can fuck with tea. Tea for me is tea. I'm sick. I, if I'm having a tea, I am sick. My throat hurts. Mm. Mm. See, again, I like the. I, I just like the, the hot liquids mm-hmm. see i don't like the i don't like the hot liquids mm-hmm. that's my thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'll tell you what it took me a long time and i don't know why but it was nick scarpino here he's the one who changed my life and got me started on the iced coffees at starbucks i think i screwed up one time and got you an iced coffee i think that is like, what happens it was that that e3 oh, it was that e3 and i was like suck it down <laughs> exactly and once i you figured that out there was trouble afoot i know because i do it all I like the time a shout out i want to give to coffee is you have to get it black like yeah and I learned yes. that from one man named Bernard Ho, oh. who was the most intimidating man I've ever met in my life. Power. He is power. He He's equals power. power. Yeah. And I, I'll never forget this. One time he was standing next to the coffee machine at IGN, and he was just like, he was just drinking. And I forgot what he said to me, but he looked at me. He was just like, if you're going to drink coffee, Tim, you need to drink it black. And I'm like, okay, done. I'm never putting anything in my coffee because of you, and I'm going to be powerful <laughs> because of that. Yeah. I'm kind of doing oh, something. You're there. You're yeah. almost there. You're about 20% there. <laughs> <laughs> now, Colin, you don't like coffee at all. No. When was the last yeah. time you had a cup of coffee? Mm, I drink espresso like after dinner when I'm at a nice restaurant. That's but you what. like that, right? Is that yeah. different? But it's just, it's, uh, it's the reason I haven't talked to her in this, this topic is because I, I don't know anything about coffee. It seems a little disingenuous to me to talk about it at all. But mm-hmm. but, uh, but that doesn't stop you, when you whenever I talk about superheroes. Well, but I know a lot about superheroes. So... Uh, so with uh, with coffee, yeah, I, I don't. The last time I had like a, a regular cup of coffee, years and years ago. Like I, I, oh, I remember wow. being. Uh, I drank, I used to drink coffee like when I thought it was cool at my grandma's house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look at me, grandma. Yeah, look, look how cool I am, grandma. After, after Sunday dinner, they'd like let me have coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'd all congregate for Sunday dinner every every week um, and just drink. You know, eat sauce and or gravy as we. I had those too. Um, my grandma used yeah. to make pizzas. Yeah, like whatever, like, whatever random Italian food. That's probably she, awesome. She, she, oh, they were so good. She'd cut them with the um, scissors. Yeah, that was our great. That, until my grandparents passed away, that was like our great tradition every uh, Sunday really on the, on the island. And uh, so I, I remember she had like this uh, like crystal sugar thing with a silver top, and she had a spoon in it that was like a square spoon that was like a shovel with a little mm. uh, windmill on top of it. And you can like spin the wheel, and I used to just sit there and like spin it. I put like just a shit ton of sugar in my thing oh, and, yeah. and milk. And just drink it, but then I, and my mom would come and be like, "Why are you letting Colin drink coffee?" And we have a good laugh about it. Uh, 
<laughs> and then, you know, turned into full house. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Credits roll, freeze frame. And uh, but I realized by the time I was like nine, ten, I'm like, I, this kind of sucks. Like, I, I don't like it's not for me. Like, I knew because my, my mom, my mom didn't did drink coffee until in the late 80s. My mom became allergic to like a million things out of like nowhere. She was allergic to like yeast and all sorts of like caffeine and all sorts of shit. She like, couldn't eat or drink anything. And it wasn't until like a few years ago that she started like eating like a normal person again. Um, your dad though had my to be dad a my dad drinker. is like a heavy heavy coffee drinker. He, your dad strikes me as I'm going to work and he has the giant thermos the big metal thermos yeah, of coffee yeah like that so, was my dad's deal he had this green thermos that was beat to shit that just lived with him on job sites in Chicago that he took with him yeah my dad loves like loves a cup of coffee a good cup of coffee he's like a co- connoisseur of it like he drink he drinks good coffee and he enjoys a bad cup too right I imagine he'll you, have you, any the diner, you, give I, him. you guys at the yeah. diner whenever you talk about going to the diner with him I imagine he'll, him with that like the chipped white yeah, coffee yeah. mug <laughs> he'll allow it. He'll allow it. He drinks, he drinks a GJM out there. He drinks a black with a little bit of onion sugar. head, uh, onion man. Uh, but yeah, when he was, you know, FDNY firefighters are on seventy-two hour shifts, so they would be, and they would have to work sometimes. You know, sometimes you work like if it's if it's bad, it's you know you're basically working consecutively. So he would, I think that's kind of where it came from. But my dad was also a bit of a workaholic. I mean, he worked like four different jobs, so um, so we can live in a nice house on Long Island and stuff like that. And so like he was just never home, so he was just always like drinking coffee to stay. To stay awake, and he still has a coffee thing going this day. My one of my sisters, Allie, drinks a lot of coffee. I think Dagan drinks coffee. Uh, my mom, I, my mom drinks tea. She likes a lot. Like she drinks a lot of tea. I just don't like hot drinks. Um, I like like Coke and Pepsi, fine. Like I don't buy them anymore to have in the house because I uh, like, typically because I think it's not good to have in the house. But whenever like whenever I go out to dinner, if I'm not drinking, like if I'm out at a craft cocktail place. I'll drink cocktails, but otherwise I'm I'm gonna drink like a coke with my my meal, like when we go to ramen or something like that. I just right. I like that, so I guess that that's kind of like my caffeine vice. But yeah, I've been silent about this because I just don't know anything really about coffee. I started drinking espresso a few years ago. I had like my first great espresso, I think, in in Germany with Pear, um, like five years ago maybe, mm-hmm. and I was like, I kind of could appreciate this. It, it like it helps you digest a little bit and gives you a little bit of a boost mm-hmm. after you ate a lot of food. So I, I can respect that, but. I if, if someone purpose. if someone was like you never drink espresso again I'd be like, that's fine I would probably never oh, sure. I probably literally never think about it ever yeah. again See, my so thing it's is, not like something I have to I, I like live for no. when I wake up in the morning and I'm super dehydrated I'm like depressed I'm like fuck I gotta drink more water I can't just drink a coffee I gotta drink a bunch of water before you I drink, drink more coffee. water right. you drink more water than anyone I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life I know Colin you drink a lot of water how much more water can you possibly drink enough a lot. You must pee Coffee a lot. Coffee's a diuretic. I do. So I keep you it. Probably I keep drink it. more water. Well, so that's that's what I was going to say about caffeine, just specifically, and that's part of the reason why I want to cut down on it is because it, coffee, coffee in general, just dehydrates you. Um, but caffeine, I think there's a there's a misconception of what caffeine does that mm. a lot of people don't really even stop to think about. It doesn't give you more energy. All it does is speed your heart rate up and starts maxing out your adrenal glands. Like it just starts creating these like. It actually is a very stressful thing for your body to do in excess. So you have to be careful with that. Because a lot of people, the, con- the, con- the conventional wisdom is you need some energy, drink some caffeine, right? And sure, it, it may focus you a little bit better, but it's because it's speeding your heart rate up to the point where your bl- like blood is just rushing through your brain. And you're like, cool, I got that. But it stresses out your system. It can be a very stressful thing. And if you're, ca- if you're highly caffeinated all day, it can fuck with you, like severely. Well, that was the thing when uh, uh, eventually Poe will come through. My Ramon. Your Kevin. Uh, and when Poe gets here, I will make him talk about the fact of when he was in grad school. And like, so he's like mid 20s. He gave himself a kidney stone because when he was like writing this paper over three weeks, all he drank was coffee and all he ate was Skittles because he was at his computer writing oh, this the thing old all coffee the time. and Skittles. I fucking idiots. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have. Um, so, Adrian. Yes. Any parting words on coffee for me? What I would say is, have any of you ever tried microwaving coffee? No, that sounds horrible. 
So of course I have an Italian brother. I used, brother, I used crib, to do this like a while ago, but I stopped after. Uh, I was just still sort of like, if you have, have you guys ever heard of uh, superheating a liquid? No, no. Kevin has. Okay. He's nodding. But why don't you for the for for those of them out okay. there that don't read about it's, superheating liquids, why don't you explain that to us? It's very. It was a, a very painful experience. Oh, but if you have a very like very smooth cup, and you put it in a microwave that doesn't rotate. And you can actually get it to be hotter than boiling. And when you put anything in it, it flash evaporates and it just gets everywhere and just explodes everywhere. That happened to me about two years ago and it just burned my hand. Oh my God. Jesus. So what I say is be careful when you microwave coffee. <laughs> or at least don't do well, it. So, <laughs> supposedly, and I, I learned this from one friend, Mirabella, mm-hmm. is that you're not supposed to ever microwave good coffee because it like... It changes oh, yeah. it on, on a molecular level oh, no. and will just fuck up the it, taste. It doesn't it doesn't taste as good, no. but I wanted something hot and it was like three or three hours old coffee. Sure. Oh, oh that's that's oh, perfect. That's prime for it though, man. You pour that over some ice, little half and half, you got yourself a nice ice that's coffee. That's the right thing. There. I remember always liking room temp coffee mm-hmm. and that being like yeah. gross. You leave coffee there and it gets it it goes from hot yeah. to cold. People are like, eh, but you put it over ice and now people don't care. It's great. We I agree. I'm with you, don't get me wrong. Here's Yeah, a- I don't like room temperature coffee, that's just weird. But You're weird. ice coffee and hot coffee. That's good. Yeah. No, there's there's definitely like a graph to that where it's like in the middle is just like disgusting. No, it's, see, it's too, it, when it's hot, I can't have it. Anything else in there. Here's my question, Adrian, before we let you go. Are you a coffee snob now? You didn't, your parents grew up on, you know, this instant stuff, but now you got the espresso machines, you got all this stuff. Would you say you're a snob now? No, I, I would say no, but I do like quality coffee. Mm. Like if someone makes me coffee, I'll drink it. Okay. You want to be you polite. Know? Yeah. You're a nice young man. Yeah. And the king is always right. <laughs> yep. It's exactly. true. Are your friends big surfers? No, those are masks. Out in oh, those are masks. masks. I thought they, they, were, are, okay. they were surfboards. I thought they were surfboards. <laughs> the <laughs> tiny <laughs> little surfboards, Nick. <laughs> I thought they were like, uh, it's you know, they're either they tiny like surfboards or the room goes <laughs> back like a like hundred yards. They look like, it's they all look like, they look like tiki masks. Like that's a real car. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize that. I apologize. They are like a tiki mask motif. I don't know half the stuff in this house. So. <laughs> I do like your uh, anniversary headphones, though. Oh, yeah. Figure out how to use them. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, before we let you go, is there anything you want to pimp? Like your Twitter or what do you want? You got a website? Or do you have a YouTube channel, a podcast? <laughs> no, I used to do a podcast way back in the day, but not anymore. So what, what yeah. airplanes could people buy to support you? Any Boeing planes, though, that's about $150 million a piece. We'll get on yeah, chump change. Yeah. Easy. That's what we'll get for the we'll get on Patreon and get that money ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, thank you for joining us. All right. Thank you. And thank you, Loot Crate, for sponsoring this segment. This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for the epic geek. geek God damn it. <laughs> it was a smooth transition. I fell, the wheels exactly. fell off. Adrian, I'm sorry you got to see me like this. Well, I can't see you anyway, so it's fine. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Adrian, I'm sorry you had to see me like this. But now that you can see me, I won't screw it up. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for the epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear you need. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure you head to LootCrate.com slash funny. And enter the code kind of funny to save three dollars on your new subscription. Loot Crate is more than just a subscription service. It's an entire community of fans that share their experience and interact with each other around the unboxing of each month's crate. And Loot Crate guarantees more than forty dollars worth of value in every crate. Sometimes it's even a lot more. 
Every month there is a different theme and all items are curated around that theme. Previous crates have included items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. The theme this month is Versus. Versus. Versus? Versus. 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 Celebrating some of the greatest rivalries in pop culture. Dark Knight vs. Man of Steel. Alien vs. Predator. Spock vs. Mirror Universe. Spock. Daredevil vs. Punisher. Harley Quinn vs. Everyone. Our exclusive (laughs) items include something you can display, something you can wear, and something you can use. And don't forget our tea and loot pin. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, Adrian, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash kindoffunny and enter the offer code kindoffunny to save $3 on your new subscription today. Adrian, we love you. Thank you again. Thank you, Thank Adrian. You Thank you for your support. Me. We appreciate you. Of course. Did you have fun? Was that good? Yeah, it was fun. That's was fun. Very enjoyable. Okay, good. Maybe next time I'll actually come out there for the other one. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, 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 totally. Thank All you right. so much, man. This was fun. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. Nice Bye. to meet you. What a nice young man. Yeah. Final topic goes to the one and only producer slash producer, Nick Scarpino. What Sorry, do you got for I me? was looking at Zac Efron. He's a nice looking young man. I still think he could play Mark Grayson if we get the Invincible movie started already. I, so I didn't even know there was a Baywatch reboot coming out. Did I don't you know, know how you missed that. Yeah, I read about it. Oh, you shit. not? I don't care, though. I mean, do you I, not follow The Rock I, on Instagram? Just right now, I'm following him. I was messing up bad, man. Dude, you're missing great Instagrams. He does little bits when he introduces characters. He curses. He's got a cute dog. Got the, the other one died. The Rock and Zac Efron in a Baywatch movie? Yeah. The mm-hmm. hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. He looks great. I'm excited. Um, my topic today, I think, comes from last week. We were gonna, we kind of broached it a little bit last week, and, and I said, pump the brakes, Jack. And Greg said, we are going to pump the brakes. So we pumped the brakes, and now we're bringing it back <laughs> so we can talk about it for at least 15 minutes. We'll see. Let's cast... The Metal Gear movie. Okay. Now, I as a... I'm giving you a theme song. Oh, is that William? No, we can't use that one anymore. Can't use that one anymore. Fuck that, I got the movie rights. I'm going to do whatever I want. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you go back to that guy, you pay him. It's it's totally fine. Uh, Now, I as a Metal Gear Solid expert. Yes. Oh, Jesus. uh, Right, you don't know anything. I have my opinion on what era and cast this should be. But I want to hear from you out there, you beautiful folks who have actually played more than one Metal Gear Solid game. We're, or Metal Gear game, I should say. Uh, who, what is the optimal, like, time period, we're game te- and or cast for this We're movie? telling Metal Gear Solid. Yes. PS1, that's the story. That's where we start. Okay, so let me look up the cast of that. Or do you guys know we the, know the, the people I know the that. cast. You're welcome to look it up. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. No, okay, it. Let's, let's go one by one then. So, so, I, so who we're putting in the movie? or who? I let's mean, let's name at least five people we're going to put in the movie. <laughs> Snake, Snake, for sure. Cost a lot. Meryl, Psychomantis, um, Vulcan Raven. Uh, you need liquid. We need to put liquid in there. I mean, Kevin, I mean, granted, write, these are all decoy things. Octopus. Can you write these down? Decoy Octopus. Starboard Chief. Yeah, Starboard Chief. <laughs> Did you say Ninja? Yeah. Oh, okay. You writing all this down, Kev? Well, you so, can put it down here, too. I'll put it down here. Vulcan Raven. I already said Vulcan Raven. Sniper Wolf. I already said Sniper Wolf. Kevin remembers Vulcan all Raven. Well, I'm going to put it down, Kevin. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got you, Kevin. Solid Snake. This is me, Kevin. This is me. Did, Did you get, get Solid Snake? Yeah, how? Yeah, we got Ocelot. Liquid. Ocelot. Can't spell that. Hey, spell Ocelot. Oc- O-C-E-L-O-T. Got it. Meryl? Yeah. Merle. Is that how you spell Meryl? M-E-R-L. It's good enough. You're the only one who'll ever see it. That's true. How? How? Okay. Sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf. Vulcan Raven. With an E? No. I fucking want to murder you. Vulcan <laughs> Raven. 
Decoy octopus. Decoy octopus. <laughs> DARPA chief. You can't spell octopus? No. <laughs> well, I guess technically we don't need a decoy octopus. You only see him when he is the DARPA chief. I know. It's a long time. I don't know how joke. we're going to do this, but oh, I actually I do. I'm sorry. For the end credit scene, Fat Man. All right. No, nothing out of you? You're not excited about that? Um, that was a Easter yeah, egg why, I'm for I was, you. I was trying to think about why would Fat Man be in this. Just for me? The end, oh, the okay. end credit scene. I get what you're saying. So the movie ends oh, and we oh, go through the credits and it comes back. It's and just it's like drinking a glass of wine. And he just, like, what does he say? Uh, Eat and grow fat yeah, and yeah. be merry or whatever the hell he says. <laughs> we're like, whoa! No, the end credit scene would make no sense and at he all. Sleeps, It'd and be he a conversation sleeps. about fucking patriots. Like, what the fuck is that? He snaps his, his rollerblades together and yeah. just skates off. Random like. Irish music playing. This makes no fucking sure. sense. All right. So you got everybody down there? You're just looking at shots of Meryl now. now Are we starting with Meryl? Let's start. Yeah, let's start with Meryl. Because you don't want to Julia Roberts. We're going to go. We're going to work our way out. Are we taking everybody from every time period? Meryl's got to be young and she's got to be like. Now you can't. Julia Roberts, unfortunately, is just is not. Now, here's what I'm going to. I I already know. I already know. Meryl looks like she's in her mid 20s, early 30s. No, no. She's she's supposed to be young and green. She's in her early 20s, I would say. You're looking at Metal Gear Solid 4, Meryl. This is when she's got her shit together and she's about to get married. Spoilers from Metal Gear Solid 4. I know what everybody's going to shout out with. They're going to shout out in the chat Emma Stone because she's a redhead. She's young. Not putting Emma Stone in this this movie in this role. Emma Stone. Right. Yeah. Emma Stone. Too fun. Too too cute about it. Too. Meryl's not going to be a comedy character. We're going to stay true. MGS4 we're talking about. We're staying true to Hideo Kojima's vision here. All right. Mm -hmm. So we need a young actress. Do you want to know who I think? What? Who? Brie Larson. Oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty I do good. like Brie Larson a lot. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Give a she is range. She is range. You dye her hair red. Her mind. Oh, oh, oh. It's good. That's much better. I love Brie. Hold on. Wait, who did you go with? Who did you say? She said Hermione. Hermione. Oh, Emma, Emma Watson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, done. She has the serious <laughs> tone to it. Yeah. She has the serious tone to it. I okay. like that. I like okay. that a lot, actually. Keep Brie Larson on the list for maybe Sniper Wolf. I'd like to get her in this Ooh, picture, okay. but I think Sniper Wolf <laughs> needs to be a little bit old too. Yeah, older too. Old, ha, she has to be older for yeah. sure. Julia but I, how old is how, n- no <laughs> Julia Roberts? I know Julia Roberts came out at the Taylor Swift concert and that made us Julia Roberts fans. Yes, <laughs> but we don't need Julia Roberts there for that one. Okay, so we got Meryl casted. We'll go with Emma Watson first. Thank you. Uh, we will if if Emma Watson is busy or otherwise uh, declines the role, uh, when, we will go with. Uh, Brie Larson, and then if not, we will go to. First, she's going to get the script and be like, first off, she's going to be like, whoa, they want me in Metal Gear? Who's producing right. it? Kind of funny. Who wrote it? Hideo Kojima. She's right. like, I'm in. Right. Don't worry. She's everybody. too old, but I was thinking Bryce Dallas Howard from. Because she, yeah, she's yeah. Too, but she's oh. got the serious tone to her. Like, sure, uh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. She could again. You could put her on our list. You could put her on a list for Sniper, Sniper Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're just gonna we're just workshopping names. If we're here. going hot, like just pure Hollywood, not trying to make this good. Taylor we, Swift uh, has the hair and the face of Meryl. I. The hair style, not sure. color. Sure, sure, sure. So I feel like, like that's easy. We, we can't afford color. color can, we can, we, we, we got to make a part of hair makeup. They come in. We are yeah. not cashing in. We are making the first ever great okay, video okay, game cool. movie. Okay, then I not take that I don't back. think Taylor Swift could she do a could great do job. She could do the theme song. She could do the theme song. Oh, shit. I can't believe we left out this pitbull character. We need to get a Mei Ling. Put Mei Ling on this fucking thing. you kidding me right now? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Now are we going... I'm going to look at Mei Ling. Are we going PlayStation version or are we going GameCube version for the Mei Ling? We're going... PS1 version. We're going... I don't know. Everybody slow slow your roll. (laughs) Because then Silicon Knight's in all this. I don't... don't, We're we're casting... (laughs) We are casting... An Asian woman as Mei Ling. Okay. We are not making her speak in broken English. That's kind of racist. Okay, cool. That's what you meant, right? Yes. Okay, okay. 
You know what I'm talking about? Like how they change yeah, your voice? T- did you ever play Metal Gear? <laughs> yes, I did. I can't so, even. I want to do my impersonation of the line, my impression of the line, but then don't I'm even gonna, do it. I'm gonna, don't even do it. I'm going to throw her out there because she is unbelievably good looking. I don't know her don't, name. Now, I'd like you again. I want quality actresses. I don't I want, want just people who are pretty. The girl from um, Ex Machina. Not oh the Alicia the robot Vickander, okay the, uh, the the Japanese uh, robot girl sure spoilers for Ex Machina but you should watch one well you know she's a robot he's this is my robot she's like hello I'm a robot no he no that's not at all how she's introduced but no big deal doesn't matter if you haven't seen it by now spoilers you're never gonna it's see a great it. movie it is a great movie you should see it how Sonya old is she Mizuno. though oh yeah she yeah. looks yeah okay she's okay. I'm gonna go with her she's she's let me see no 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 okay sure I'll give you that she may she's probably early twenties late twenties. I can't believe I'm being hit by the famous Solid Snake. But uh, they are, you know, doesn't matter. If I can play an Irishman. Well, no, we can just change. I mean, we can change that part of the uh, the continuity. We Mm. can make it, you know, I mean, like, I want the character to be named Mei Ling because that's what we're expecting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want it to pop up and it's May M-A-Y, you know, L-I-N-G and she's just some, I don't want her to be. Mei Lang is just like some, like. Blonde girl, exactly. Yeah, You're with me. what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you guys don't, if you don't want to, if you don't want to stir that hornet's nest, like uh, uh, that movie, every with, movie that ever casts a white movie, person but, is like the, the Egyptian movie where all the Egyptian people right. are white people. We can go down the rabbit hole. We can we can we can research some some fine Chinese actresses if that's what you. I'm feel fine like. with this. Again, okay. I just think we, I think it should be a Chinese actor. We will make okay. it clear to Hideo in this treatment he's writing for us that it needs to reflect whatever the uh, you know ethnicity of the actress we cast. Mm. That's all I'm saying. But it doesn't matter. That. You want to you, you want to go find. I want to go. I want a Chinese go right actress right I now. Wanna, can we jump to? I want to know who we want to play Gray Fox. Here's what I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna toss out for Gray Fox. And stick with me. Our friend Rob Paulson mm-hmm. did the voice of Gray Fox, mm. and I forget if it was in Silicon. It might. It must have been in the remake, right? Yeah. What if we do a CG deal for Gray Fox, or not even CG? No CG, but he can but, do a David Prowse, James Earl Jones situation. Thank you, exactly. Right. See, I mean, we're gonna have to help out with some CG for the moves and stuff. He's not like Ryan. He's not like Colossus. He's a dude there in a mask at the yeah. time. Yeah, Gray Wolf. That's what you're saying. <sighs> Gray Fox. Gray Fox. Gray Wolf. Fox. <laughs> it's Cyborg Ninja. You probably have him on your list as that same character. I'm, I'm imagining if no, well, that doesn't work out. I mean, yeah. You could have someone like you need a someone. He's maybe getting older now, but someone like Ray Park playing him. Yeah, that's and what then, I was thinking too. And then you get someone to do the bo. I agree. You need someone like very acrobatic. Ray Park, of course, played Darth Maul and Snake Eyes. I mean, you could do it. There's, I mean, at the one point when the mask opens, you could use Rob's face even then because mm-hmm. Gray Fox. Uh, yeah, okay, great. I thought for a second I thought Nate got in my or Nick got in my head. But yeah, Gray Fox is seeing things. He's I mean, operating yeah. on. He's a cyborg. We got a couple other characters. There's Naomi. Well, I thought I know. I, I, oh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. How, are we trying to do the whole cast? There's or? Miller. I think Miller. I want well, to give a shot. Miller's got to be liquid. Wilson. Miller's got to be liquid. Owen Wilson. I don't want Liquid Snake to be Owen Wilson. So oh, for sorry. this guy, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but I can't do that. <laughs> no, Why, Liquid the Snake. The hair is the snake? only thing that's. And he has first range. Of all, for this guy, just judging off of this picture of this this. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I want to go with the guy that was either the bad guy in The Watchmen. Who I love, who was in a who's oh, in Ozzy, Abbey. Ma- Ozzy Mendes, yeah, I like that guy, or I like the other, the bad guy in Pitch, uh, in uh, Perfect think, or Chronicles of Riddick. And we're going with that. We can't, all of these, by the way, can't be triple A actors. This budget's gonna go we way just put overboard. Rob Paulson in it, and Ray Park doing the motion mocap and everything, or the body work. It's possible, it's possible. You're the one getting all hung up now trying to get these random people from Watchmen in it. 
I like a lot of people from Watchmen, by the way. I like Watchmen too. I like Jackie Earl. Who's directing this movie? Probably Hideo Kojima. Mick G. Oh, That'd no. Be oh no, not Mick G. <laughs> Damn. If I could pick one person to direct this, hmm. Like I'm producing and I'm like, I kind of funny. I don't feel like doing this. Yeah. I'm gonna go produce. Nolan. This. Yeah, I would think. Of course, I might, I might, I would, I would approach Christopher Nolan with it and be like, "Is this something you want to do?" But the only issue there is he'd want to do it his way, and that way That's may or may not be Kojima. it'll butt heads. Let with him Kojima. do it his way. I, I don't know. So I, I think actually you might think want to go compliment like a, each other pretty nicely. You think so? Yeah. I also feel like he's not great at action. He's good at suspense. He's good at espionage. Yeah, but Metal Gear doesn't have that much action. It, I mean, Metal Gear Solid One is pretty right, pretty right. light. It has moments, but like, mm. I think no one could nail like the helicopter fight scene and like I'd like yeah he could do it he could do it but I would also like to give it to it would be interesting to see what like a uh, Joss Whedon would do with that because I feel like he would be as true to form as humanly possible and he nails action yeah but I mean I, I, I think he'd be better for the Twin Snakes version compared to the PlayStation version because that one is a little bit more over the maybe top give it to like, like maybe give it to like, well you need someone that has like that darker sense to him like a Darren Aronofsky or someone like that that might be like, too dark no, but I mean, like he, you know, he. I think he could do it. I think he could direct big action like that and tell a dark, fucked up story like this. I think that'd be really cool. Anyway, continuing down the rabbit hole. So we figured out who, who we have left. Ocelot. No, hold talking? on. I've I want, I've found our psychomantis. Okay. I want to do Paul Dano. You know this one? Oh, Paul Dano. Yeah, right? mm, Paul right? Dano's perfect mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, he's 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 lanky. He's scary in his stuff when he wants to be scary. I mean, I'm looking at some period piece right now. He's not scary at all. But you understand what I'm saying. When there's Paul laser Dano's team super, man. super freaky. He's intense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's intense. I like and I like that. I want to be Psycho Mantis. Uh, for for uh, Ocelot, uh, Kurt Russell. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you really nailed that one. You nailed that really one. Really Knocked that. it out of the park, Colin. Good job. Good job. He's both psycho. You're I feel welcome. like he needs to like really a, a work for the PSY, thank you. Now here's the thing. I need you to think of present day mm-hmm. actor. I'm giving you not. He's made bad movies before and okay. everything else. Vulcan Raven, I think would be a good rock role. It could also be a who good Batista role. Who did you say? For I think Batista. Batista is a good role for The Ocelot. Rock's too charismatic. Vulcan Raven doesn't have that. Sure, you you're know? right. Yeah, I'd say yeah, Vin yeah. Diesel for for uh, Ooh, like oh, for, for oh. Vulcan Raven. I like Vin Diesel better than. Batista. But I for Vulcan Raven is like hulking guy and he's got that giant Gatling. That's, that's my only thing. What about, the rock? Lo- what about the rock? We already talked he's about too, him. He's too much. No? He's too, too, he's too charismatic. He's, yeah, it's too Vulcan so Raven's the rock not that guy. is too charismatic. He's but too good Vin for this. Diesel just hits the bill. Yeah. And that's I why run. I think I think you make a, I think Batista is the better choice. Batista's good. Trust Batista me, I'm a casting good. agent. All right. You're the casting. <laughs> you're casting this film. So we're going with Vin. Vin or Batista? Or Batista. We'll go we'll go to Vin first because I'm sorry to say. Vin is the more bankable star right and now. And his family. But Batista's coming up. That's not taking anything away from Mr. Batista. He's got a great career. He's coming up in the world. He's going to do the the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Might catch fire after that. We don't know. So he'd be a good casting choice. Batista. So now here okay. is a problem we get into that we need to talk about. Right. We talk, You talked about trying to cast Miller. And I said, well, that's got to be Liquid. And then you're like, Owen, what does that mean for Snake? I have the perfect Luke Snake. Wilson. You're with me, right? No. They're les, en, les, en, les enfants terribles, right? Like they're bro- they're twins. Yeah. So are we casting one dude not, as both? I mean, here's the thing: they're twins, but they're really not. Like you look at those motherfuckers, and that's a plot point. Like that's not. You're like, no, 
Do no. You, you want to? You How be old are they when they were supposed to do this? When when around this time? Is he supposed to be like mid twenties, late thirties? He'd he? be thirties, early thirties, yeah. right? Yeah, because metal the Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two have already happened, and then this is the thing come back, and they brought him out of retirement up in Alaska and all that yeah. jazz. And who's the older one? Is Liquid older? Or no, they're they're like the same, right? Twins. Yeah, the twins. Yeah. Shit. But they don't. We can say fraternal. Is Oslot older? Oslot's way older. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so no, Kurt go. Russell's nailed. Ocelot okay. is perfect. For okay. Him. We'll keep that there. Okay. We need a Hal still. So what about Cyborg Ninja? Did we figure that out? Uh, voice is Rob Paulson. Maybe the face is too. Ray Park's doing the body work. Got it. Or whatever the modern day Ray Park is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah he might be too old though. Maybe. Uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name? The golem. Andy Circus. I Andy thought about Circus. that too, but no, even, that's Park, more CG stuff than it is. Still, he could do it. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's he's, he's fine. He moves around fine. Um, Plus, you know, he's How? We need How. We need a good counterpart. Oh, a little needs, whiny bitch. Who's yeah. a little whiny bitch in Hollywood right now? Chris Kattan. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Kattan is How. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I think Paul Dano could also play Hal if we don't like him there. If we don't like him as Psychomantis. If Let's Colin see, does indeed want to be Psychomantis. For this guy, I would go with I, I would go with the good. bad guy from um Here, Quantum of Solace. My only th- complaint is that you're looking again at like Metal Gear Solid 4 images. Look at the little whiny bitch he was. I mean, like you know, he was like a dude in a sweatshirt. Like, oh, mm, so no accent is what you're saying. I don't even I've never seen this James Bond movie <laughs> you're even referencing. I'm just letting you know that that guy's probably too cool. For school, okay. he might be too cool for school. Mm. Daniel Radcliffe with the glasses. Yeah, he'd have no. to do an American accent. Man, you're coming uh, with some good shit. To, he would have what to. What about the Flash? Grant Gustin. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that is a fascinating. He pick. could be a little bit of a bitch. Sometimes. This could be his breakout movie star role. We've seen <laughs> what he could Al do Emmerich. in Glee and Flash, <laughs> but here he is playing opposite Kurt Russell. Possible. I do like I do like Grant Gustin in there. That's a good. That's a strong pick, and it's another affordable pick. He isn't too big for his britches yet. Grant Gustin, a good guy, because he's happy with everything he gets. You know what I mean? He's happy. No, I said it's twenty. Grant Gustin, again. Got it. Oh, Eric from True Blood is Liquid Snake. Kevin's. Uh, if you're gonna do Eric from True Blood, you got then you go Ryan Gosling for for Liquid Snake. Ooh, the Goss. Here's what. I, here's what <laughs> Goss was. Do you think this hair? is what really? Do you think this, this is, is what real, totally what it is? <laughs> casting. It's going. They, ooh, the Goss. <laughs> here's the problem. Is I, like I, I think that most time, I, and I have no nothing to back this up, but I imagine most people when they're in like a studio thing and they're kick. No, I don't even know how you fucking pick a movie star. I don't even know. If you're what is the director who does it? They're casting. Yeah. I thought there were people that are like experts are. being like reading a script and being like, "This is the yeah." Person. But it, it depends on how it goes. Sometimes when they're developing a project, someone will say, "Hey, I know so and so's agent. Let's get a meeting with them and see if they're interested." And you pitch them on the project. They read the script and say, "I like this." And then you get the funding for that. And then the casting agent. So what comes I'm dialing is, I think I don't think people in these things are going ooh like we are, but I don't think they're fans of the IP the as gas. much as the. <laughs> Can we get you the I love the idea of Ryan Gosling with long hair. Oh, you know what? Who did you just say? No. Cillian Murphy? We're, yeah, he did. We can't afford that could him. That be for Hal, though. No, That's he's too record. old to be Hal. That's he's too old. See, my and I, and I, I'm, he, Oh, dude. I mean, I like it, though. I like it, too, but Grant yeah, Gustin's so much now. better. That's can we give Grant this role? I'd like to work with Grant. This is our chance, guys. We don't have any... Um, did you see Earth 2 Flash? Do no. I have to go get clips for Earth? I don't know. We're not getting any clips for That's too hard. Right, we. Uh, it's cast. Uh, the name is down. We got the goss for liquid. Roy, right now, I see snakes open. Roy Campbell. I want oh, to be shit, right? the we general all... guy from the first Transformers movie. 
Because that he just nails oh, it. Oh, yeah. The, uh, what is that guy's name? I, I know I read something about him. Not Type in Transformers ago. General, Nick. Because isn't he, like, always... He, he's that guy. Oh, yeah. Like, like he is Roy Campbell. Oh, that guy. Oh. The guy that Troy Baker does the voice. Not Troy Baker. Is it Troy that does the voice this yeah, guy? Yeah, I was going to say, that's where I was, it was Troy Baker making fun of this guy, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Let so. He's like, it's this guy. That guy? Yes. I'm thinking either him or the guy that was the bad guy in Signs of the Lambs, who's always the general, or William Hurt, who is the general in the... Uh, in the Avengers series. Oh, uh, the guy that was in Monk. Like the Hulk. Yeah, he was a bad guy. In the Hulk. Yeah, I like that guy a Yeah, lot. he's awesome. Um, shit. What is his name? He's awesome. That guy's great. That is a, That would be a great... Hold on, I'll, I'll bring him up. Yeah, that would be good. I'll float. I'm not in love with it, but I'm putting it out there for this role as well. Clancy Brown. No idea. Um, that is. Shawshank Redemption mm, the guard mm, he's Lex mm, Luthor's voice yes, in yes, Superman yes, yes. Oh, Scott Glenn movie? Scott Glenn is a great choice for some of these guys too he's a bit old now Why are they though. burying where is he what, what the fuck just go to Monk oh yeah sorry Constant, just go to Monk go to Monk 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 one of the great shows one of the great shows Collins said Ted, Le- Ted, Ted Le- Levine Ted Levine yeah, yeah. I yeah, love that him. guy Oh yeah, he's I love good. him, and I love uh, is it's either John or William Hurt. I think it was. It is who was uh he played the bad guy in the uh, he played gen- the general in the uh, uh, Edward Norton Hulk. Remember the bad oh, guy? He's still the general still in the, general. the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a badass. Yeah, but I just imagine him when you put a wig on him, and then he doesn't need a wig. <laughs> General's always wearing a hat. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> so where are so, we thinking? Who's the general? Colonel Campbell, actually, isn't it? Not Colonel. Let me general? see a picture of this guy. We started talking about the general from the show, and then they got confused. I think General. General Campbell. Is it? Right? Colonel? I don't fucking know. Whatever. Colonel Campbell. He's not. No one's him. given a captain that much captain power. Captain Campbell. It's Colonel Campbell, and this guy looks exactly like the bad. Like, he, he, you know who you really want for this, who they probably modeled this guy off of, was the uh, Colonel in uh, Rambo. Remember that guy? Ah, That's, yes, they I probably do remember modeled that guy. him literally You're off right. that guy because that's exactly did. what it looked like. So we can we can try to get that actor too if he's still alive. Well, let's he make a pick be. and let's wheel move him out. that guy right there. See, look, it's the same. It is the same guy. Yeah. Can we get that guy? Get that guy. No. Oh, you know, would be really good though. Is that a picture of him? Yeah. That guy's oh. literally 110 years old now. <laughs> is he? So I don't probably. know. Yeah. yeah. No, probably. Uh, came out 30 uh, years ago. <laughs> the bad, the bad guy from um, Terminator Two. Uh, Liquid Metal. Rob, or, uh, Robert. Robert Patrick. Yeah. He'd be dope as him too because he's, he's aged now. So he hey, you're right. Like he is more haggard now. Yeah. Okay. I just believe you. You can put him in. I'm just doing now. Okay. See, look at him. Oh, come on. That's him right yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Robert Patrick. Good call. Him. Good call. Yeah. And he's got range. Good. Again, this isn't he's just the look. Range. This yeah, isn't yeah. just the look. You need to be able to nail all Do you think he looks, he wakes up in the morning, he looks in the mirror and says, I'm fucking Robert Patrick. I'm I would. Like, yeah, I would too. I would wake up with just, just a raging erection. Whoa. I'd be like, yeah, baby. <laughs> Still Whoa. going. All right. DARPA chief should be Steve Harvey. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Fucking yes. Done. Holy, that's the best casting that we've had. Now that's the one where we might, that might, putting that out in the trailer feels like the one where people are like, this is a bad video game movie. But, but I, mean, I like Steve Harvey as well. His role is so, like, especially I, I think Steve we Harvey can contain face. it. <laughs> he can't smile. The entire no, time no, no. he does it, he can't smile. We gotta get that Steve Harvey. We gotta I like get that, that Steve Harvey. Who's Decoy Octopus? Also that's Steve Harvey. It's gonna also Steve Harvey. Okay. <laughs> It's also going to be Steve Harvey. Yeah, you never see Decoy Octopus when he's not Steve Harvey. Yeah. So we're probably going to have to. We might have to. No, we'll just pay him per day. He so now, role, so, so now fine. we need to figure out Snake, obviously. Jaden Smith. But Fat Man, 
for our end credit scene. And we need Miller. Did we get Miller? Miller's been done. Yeah, that's going to be the Goss, but in a wig. Brian Gosling? Yeah. And with sunglasses on. And he is the same as Liquid, correct? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. God, this Got game. <laughs> I like that there's multiple characters that are the same as someone else. You got to do what you got to do. So we okay. need a fat man. So I'm going to throw. We don't need a fat man, do we? I'm just I'm throwing this in there for you. If you don't want the end credit stinger of fat man skating around. I'm just afraid that we're being too bold. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Fat Man should be the guy that played the blob in a in X Men Three. Do you remember that? I was thinking that guy's a great actor. I was thinking Mike for Mike and Molly. You want? He would work too. How'd you go with that one, Greg? Is he on rollerblades? He's, <laughs> he's a fat man. Nick asked the question. Is, is he? he I can't do it. Someone else has to do it. He rollerblades. Yeah. I mean, this could be anyone in a fat suit, so it doesn't matter. No, I'm not. We're not cheaping out here. It's nobody in a fat to, suit. There's a fat man fat. in that right. suit. All right, guys. John Goodman. John Goodman. Oh, that's where I went to. Holy shit! Can you imagine? The theater comes unglued. The fucking skates come in, and people are excited, and then they like pan up and John. Are excited. It's John Goodman with that stupid glass and the umbrella Done. in it. Done. All right, now. Grow fat, beat man. What a like weird this. cast we have. And this cast also costs three hundred million dollars. This is a really well. <laughs> so far, we're okay. The probably the most expensive person on this cast, I would say, is uh, Ryan Gosling. Is probably the most expensive. Sure. Person. Yeah. 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 Everyone else is not too bad, but we're gonna pay. We're gonna pay through the nose for Ryan Gosling, and Kurt Reynolds probably demands a little something. Brie Larson's probably gonna win an Academy Award. She's gonna be expensive. Emma Watson's expensive. Julia Roberts, twenty million dollars. We're not putting Julia might Roberts get, in not. this movie. Who's Sniper Wolf? Oh yeah, Sniper, Sniper Wolf is Bryce Dallas Howard. Or oh, was that confirmed, or we just oh. put that on there as like a? We I don't think that was confirmed. I don't think she's. I don't think she's she doesn't. There. She's not Sniper Wolf. What yeah. about Gal Gadot? No. Dot. No. She, she I, lo- I love Gal as much as the next guy, Wonder Woman. But that's Sniper the thing. Wolf I don't want like Milfy. Is she Milfy? She's not that. I mean, she's Milfy. Yeah, I would agree with Tim. I think that's kind of how about the milk from American Pie? What? That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. You know what? But that's not going to work. No. That's not. I got to be honest. Just that's, based on some of this art, Bryce Dallas Howard is, is hitting the is hitting it is hitting the fucking mark right now. She could rock that character. Yeah, she probably could. Actually, she's close. She's the Hollywood milf. Margot you know, she's Robbie. not quite milf though. I mean, I'm, and just yes. So you want you want an actress probably mid thirties is what you're saying. Mid thirties to early, I'm, late thirties. I'm saying like early forties. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm dangerous if I'm ha- mm. having sexual thoughts about her. Okay. Jaden Smith. He's, Again, not no, a female. That's oh, what's the what's the, not, who's the who's Will Smith's wife? Jada, Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was so fucking off. Well, I mean, there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna tell me. You, tell me, Will Smith doesn't come home sometimes. And I will. I will say this, and this is not not that this is bad or good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will say this: It would, it, as far as the movie getting made and having broader appeal and getting big and fine, we could do with widening the net as far as ethnicity is concerned on this because we've got a lot of white people in it. We've got one guy. We got Steve Harvey. I think is the only person of any color. And Batista, I believe. That's it. Chair broke. So I'm just saying we could use. We could use like a. What about Mei Ling? We have Mei Ling too. We do have Mei Ling. We got Vulcan Raven who might be Vin Diesel. (laughs) He doesn't count though because he's kind of like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. We got got Steve Harvey. I'm just saying if we wanted to cast someone of of more of of an ethnic person for, for Sniper Wolf, we could do that. 
So Jada Pinkett Smith could be approached. No, because she needs to wait for the sequel for Fortune. Because she'd be a fucking awesome Oh, fortune. shit. Well, fortune, if, mm, Fortune's got to be young, too. But I guess I'm, we're playing too. Well, then Carrie Washington. I like Carrie oh, Washington. Oh, Carrie Washington would be awesome. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, let's do her. Wait, are you doing let's Carrie Washington her. for next movie or this fortune. movie? Fortune. Yeah, okay. So okay. no, we're not. We still need Sniper, Sniper Wolf. Wolf. Sniper Wolf, we still need. <sighs> what about... <laughs> does she have to be... What about like a... Um, that should be SDR. <laughs> Uh, this is a hard one. Just to be able to do an accent. What kind of accent? Russian. Russian. Right? Was that what a sniper wolf was? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> There's this one Bryce wolf Dallas that keeps Howard? coming up in, yeah, she works for me. in porn for me. You, you can't I'm sorry, what now? She'd be, she'd be perfect. She can't I don't porn. know her name. Why not? It's, it's just, it's Equal this is a, again, this is a real we movie. We won't get funded. We won't get funded if we have a porn star in the cast. That's not true. It's 2016. It's not going to happen. I'm, tell, I'm telling you right now. I get. I go out there and produce twenty two hundred million dollar movies every day. Can't put a porn star in the cast as a lead. It can't happen. Okay. Unless she's softcore. No, well, Unless she's softcore. Okay. What about this? I mean, mm. so what age bracket? We're trying to hit mid thirties. You said mid thirties, probably oh, okay. realistically, so that she can play. 40s. I was gonna float from Daredevil and of course the Matrix movie Trinity. Mm. But I think she's over that, and I'm only basing this on. Her. I think she could work though. She could work though, right? So. Right. Mm-hmm. She was still. She was because she got to do an accent. She can do an accent. Got to be a good actress. She's a good actress. That's what I said. That's where I let, I let in with. She no, was okay. not in Daredevil. She was in Jessica Jones. That's right. Ooh, fucking Rosario checkmate, Dawson, checkmate. Ooh, good Rosario player. Dawson. Yeah, she could play her. Huh. If, I'm saying if we want to go out there and 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 be a little more, you know, equal no, we've been doing the, we've been the doing decisions. the very traditional. They look like it. It's like the old Wizard magazine right. when they'd be like, oh, well, Paul from the Rosario. Wonder Years should I love be Rosario Millhouse. Dawson. I'm 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 putting. All right, her that's on the list. it. All right, good. Now we can get to the the big question of Snake. Jaden Smith. Now is that the he girl or the guy? <laughs> Willa Smith is the is 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 the girl for Christ's sake. Jaden is the guy. You just brought what a whole other say about into this. Willa Smith. Willa Smith. I'm telling you, I'm gonna say this. We could we could we could throw it. I'm saying we could throw it on its ear and uh-huh. cast a girl as as Snake. Right? The twins don't necessarily have to be boys. Good point. Out no, I don't think Kojima is going to go for that. You don't think so? No. I'm going to throw sure. a name out. He's a, he might be a bit too old right now, but he would be mm-hmm. my absolute like wish list get for Snake. Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, mm-hmm. I like it mm-hmm. just in general as a I thought. I do like Leo. I don't, I don't, he he looks sh- similar to Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's probably going to come off a little bit younger on screen than him because Leo's getting those nice age lines right now because he's pushing. He's a little bit above 40. I mean, Leo looks old now. He looks hot, but he looks old. Hot yeah. old. He's yeah. a bit old. Like, I want to cast him as Sniper Wolf. <laughs> like, Leonardo DiCaprio is what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I already... that hot age range. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I've, I've already, unfortunately, reached out to Bryce Dallas Howard's people said yes, soft yes, but she's got another Jurassic World to do. And uh, Rosario Dawson said she's, a, she's, a, she's in. She's in. So. I don't know about Rosario So what are we going to do? How are we going to break the news to Bryce Dallas Howard? It's they just sure. gave us a soft yes. Well, you know, we gotta, we'll got we see. We'll see how that goes. That, that's where you let me, the agent, work my magic okay. on this. We'll okay. get both of them okay. as the role, okay. and then we'll just we'll shoot them. We'll shoot them I, both. Leo isn't, he's an interesting choice. He would get you talking. He'd get the, the papers. I mean, honestly, there's the sniper wolf scene, that is what would finally get him his Oscar. I say we give it to him. You want to give it to Leo? Wolf sniper to wolf talking Sniper wolf, Leo. 
Is there going to be a problem with the age discrepancy? No, I think it makes sense. Okay. How? What's the age discrepancy? Oh, you're talking for Sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf. Okay. I'll put him on the list. I'll put him top of the list. He's going to be the most... I mean, you only have, like, what? How many scenes do you think in this movie? With Sniper Wolf, not too many. Okay. It'd be a lot They're of money key. for him. It's going to be worth it. We're gonna have to, he's going to win an Academy Award this season. He's now, back to the much. question that he was bringing up, though, about diversity. Uh-huh. We're taking probably the strongest female role in the in the picture and giving it to Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah, we gave solid... We gave... <laughs> <laughs> we gave solid snake like solid snakes gonna be a woman. No, it's gonna be. A, well, oh, we know. are doing that. For yeah, us, I, just, I mean that's fine, but I just I, I worry about Kojima-san. He's not gonna go. Not for going. Oh, going you're for right, Kojima. Well, he's just the writer in this. No, he's We're not. Producing. He's solid snake. Oh, that's not what I was saying. I was saying Kojima has probably has probably total control over the project. Right. I'm gonna throw out a even couple though more Konami names. would. No, oh, yeah, kind of funny. Would. Bought the rights from Konami, right? Mm-hmm. For a lot of money. Yeah, to make this film. Kojima, since he loves me because I complimented his beard, and oh, that shit, got I broke, broke that video, and that got totally broken out and sent to him. Um, he got in contact with me. We started talking. He was like, "Who do you want to play this person?" And I said, "I'm thinking a young Leo DiCaprio for Snake, or maybe a Tom Hardy. Might be in the age bracket." Yes, now. brother. Uh, and he said, "So let me get this straight." You want a young Leo to be mm-hmm. Snake, mm-hmm. and you want current Leo to be Sniper Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> and he hung yeah. up the phone. <laughs> no, he was like, "Let's do this. Let's do this. We need to get Snake." And he said, "Do you have any minorities?" He literally <laughs> said, "We have Steve Harvey." <laughs> Why? Yes, we do. <laughs> Glad you asked that, Mister Kojima. <laughs> I got to move. I got to move. If we're gonna go with Ryan Gosling, he's got to be Snake. He would be a great Snake. And we got to pick someone else, like a someone else in his if, age bracket. Well, you, yeah, Eric from True Blood. What's his name? Sarsgaard? Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Like, he could have. I think seen he's his, good. His comedic range is amazing. We're gonna. I'm, 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 Mm. He's a guard that's getting his neck broken or whatever. I want him to do the voice. Who's the main He's bad not doing guy the voice. in this? Who's the main bad guy in this? Liquid. Liquid Snake is the main bad guy. Yeah. All right, the guy from True Blood. But I mean, he's probably pull it yeah. off. Good, good. He could. I agree. I like him a lot. Big fan of him. He was very nice to people at Comic-Con, which I respect. Let's wrap this up soon. My knees kind of hurt. This is it, too. Yeah, I thought Kevin was going to get you another chair, but then he just sat there. Or I thought he was going to trade chairs with you, and he just so sat there. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. With the camera right there. I don't. Cool you no. sl- you slip past it every day. Uh, I believe I in you. I trust don't, you don't. with everything. Trust you with nothing. We can fix this too, <laughs> by the way. But we're mailing these away. Cast. Remember, we've got our cast, ladies and gentlemen. Run down the cast list for me of the Metal Gear Solid movie produced by Kind of Funny, written by Hideo Kojima, directed by Christopher Nolan. Headlining this, top billing. See, I don't know. I don't know. Right. We need a bigger star. I got to be honest. Bigger well, star than Ryan Gosling. No, no, not Ryan Gosling. We need a bigger star for for Liquid. We need we need a second name, a bigger name for Liquid, liquid a movie star. Liquid kind of you could like a Taylor Kitsch. A or but a, but pardon me, you could you could kind of swap in Ocelot as a compelling villain character in Kurt Russell. In the trailers, he's, he's going to have some bad uh, yeah. stuff. Ocelot at the end of the day, once the, it becomes a franchise, Kurt Russell's going to be the. All bad right, guy. all right. So we've got for the sake of Colin's niece, Ryan Gosling is Snake. Thank you, Alexander Skarsgård, as both Liquid and Miller. Spoilers, Ocelot. Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. Psycho Manus, Paul Dano, Meryl, we've got either Emma Watson or Brie Larson. It's Emma Watson. Maybe Julia Roberts if she says yes. <laughs> Hal, Grant Gustafson, Gustin, Gustafson, 
for Sniper Wolf, either Leonardo DiCaprio, he'll probably turn it down. We're going to go down to Rosario Dawson or Bryce Dallas Howard. If we're not turning it on its head, then I say Rosario Dawson. Yeah, I'd say Rosario Dawson, too. Sorry, Leo. But we'll keep Leo on the list. If he says yes, fuck it. I'm we'll rocking it. with then Leo. Then we make the whole movie. The problem with you, you put Leo as Sniper Wolf, his people are going to slowly turn it so that it's a Sniper Wolf movie, and that's not what this is about. That's fine. You can't we can cast a guy that prequel. big in this role, and he's going to be like, hey, yo, this is not enough for me. This well, is not who, enough who's for me. I got to get mauled by a fucking bear. We're not there yet, are we? Ocelot's oh, Kurt Russell. Oh, we were there. Oh, wait, sorry. Um, Otacon. Otacon's Hal. That's Grant Gustin. Okay. I mean, him and Leo could have a moment. I agree. Just saying. Cyborg Ninja is voiced by Rob Paulson. Uh, moves by Ray Park. Vulcan Raven. Uh, we're going to go to Vin Diesel first. If he declines, we're going to go to Batista. Colonel Campbell. Robert Patrick. First and only choice. If he turns it down, we don't do the film. <laughs> uh, Decoy Octopus. Steve Harvey. And DARPA Chief Steve Harvey. <laughs> And a surprise credit role, Fat Man, is going to be played by the one and only John Goodman. That's a picture. I think that's a solid line. I go see that fucking movie. I, that's, a wrap, man. that's a wrap. That's a wrap on the party. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greg Show. Before we go, of course, we want to thank our Patreon producer, John Demos. Of course, he supported us over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny and made all this insanity possible. Remember, you've been watching this show. And what it is is that every week, four. Sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you toss us a few bucks, get every episode early, and get a bunch of exclusive perks. If you have no bucks to toss, head over to kindoffunny.com where you can watch the show broken up topic by topic, day by day, until we'll post the entire thing as one big video and MP3. This is one of my favorite shows in quite some time. We need to do more casting topics. I think this is fucking gold. I've been saying for years we need a casting couch in this place. Yeah, I'm down. Until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you. Wait, you told me your bed was the casting. Shut guy. up, your whore mouth, and show me them ice cream scoops. <laughs> Do you love books but find that you never have time to read them? Well, Audible.com has the perfect solution. Get audiobooks and listen to those books you've been meaning to read on the go. At the gym, during your commute, Audible.com provides over 180,000 titles from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Those guys are my personal favorite. Their app is free and works on iPhones, iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. And unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you own your books, so you can access your books anytime, anywhere, right on your smartphone. Audible.com also has the great listen guarantee. If you decide you don't like the book you choose, no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. And just for listeners, audible.com is offering a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audible.com slash kindoffunny today to start your free trial. Again, show your support for Kind of Funny and get a free 30-day trial at audible.com slash kindoffunny. This is your way to cheat Colin. You'll go and listen to all these books, and then you can tweet him about the books, and he's like, how are these people reading this many books? And you're listening to them. This is a nice-ass deck. Big fan. Thank you. You got a nice-ass dick is what he said, I think. Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Gotta catch him. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. The you and the Yu-Gi-Oh. It's all about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you lost it on that, but you never had it. I never had it. Yeah.